Hey, we are live. What up, stream world? What up, YouTube? What up, Twitch? What up, podcast world? We are back. Back in full effect, man. Another exciting episode of the Gems and Juice podcast. Got a lot to break down. We have a civil war going down in Houston right now. Yeah, man. (laughs) We have to break this down and we got to react to it and we got to let y'all know what the deal is because shit's getting hot out here, man. I know if you heard, <laughs> but it's I, I ain't seen the heat this much since like 2005, 2006. Man. I, and Pimp C ain't here to make it knocking doors down. So <laughs> y'all chill that out. Step up. <laughs> y'all chill all that out. <laughs> <laughs> Slim Thug and that Cooper or Paul Wall and that Cooper still ain't talking. <laughs> Money talk, all that bullshit keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need knocking those down part two, man. But I don't know who would make it. I don't think there's anybody left in Houston to make to have the clout to make that kind. Yeah, of Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's the key word, clout. Because I see some young, <laughs> I see some young niggas trying to make it and yeah. try to trap it out a little bit, but they won't be the same. Nah, nah. <laughs> the only one who could do it, but was bun, would be Bun B probably. But I mean, yeah, it, not not anymore. Maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Not now. Yeah, it's got to be somebody still kind of more relevant, but yeah. So, so the point blank, there's nobody who can make Nakadoa down part two. I don't think. Yeah, unfortunately. Honest, honestly, I think I think Bun B will probably have to construct it a little bit. So he'll probably have to get it all together. He had to be the pimp C. Yeah, and he had to um like I don't think he could do a song by itself to make it right, but. He had to be the pimp C and try to piece everything together and get niggas on a song. Yeah, but it's, I mean, because some people don't even fuck with Bun like that now, man. And then yeah. you saw all the drama that happened with the rodeo when yeah. that was supposed to be the biggest moment. And they couldn't even come together yeah. all for that. So. Yeah, and I, honestly, I mean, uh, for for those that don't know what we're talking about, we talk about Trade the Truth and Zero. Yeah, we're going to get and, to it a little later. And Zero, Zero was actually at the rodeo performing. He did a damn good yeah. job, too. But that's probably one of the reasons why Trey wasn't there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And Jack Freeman did confirm on our podcast that he was asked to be there, um, but he couldn't or didn't for whatever reason. Also, yeah. Scarface was there for some reasons he didn't really clarify, but it seemed like it was kind of some bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a fractured state right now. We gotta <laughs> we gotta come together, bring yes. unity in the community. But I don't know if it's possible now, man. I think it's. I know. I don't know. We we yeah we kind of sound like the outside fans that oh y'all just need to piece it up and just make some music. <laughs> like we talk about this all the time. Like some people just can't piece it up, man. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's best to just stay away from each other. <laughs> Yeah, and, and unless there's a 50 cent event where everybody goes to and everybody gonna see each other and then there's gonna be some problems. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But we will talk about that later. There's a lot to break down with that. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh but first off, we are back live in full effect. We got Figgy live oh, in yeah. the studio. <laughs> you qualify. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we we got him live in the Gems and Juice Podcast Studios. Yes, yeah, so the official gym. We're dubbing it that now. The Gems and Juice Live Studio. We had a uh 
interview last week with Hustle. Make yeah. sure y'all check that out on YouTube. And that's going to be our uh, venue for our future interviews from now on with some uh, notable names coming through. So look forward to that. Um, and yeah, man. So how's your week been, dog? I know it's heating up. Texan season going game one going to be next week. Yeah. Uh, things heating up. How you been, man? Man, I've been cool, man. So um, getting ready for that. Um, yeah, uh, I had a couple of days off of work just to kind of get yeah. my mind together. So, um, yeah, man, I just been <laughs> just um, working my ass off, ready for the season, man. Ready for game one. We're going to be out there tailgating with HEB and all that stuff. So, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Let's get the sports stuff out the way first yeah. uh, real quick. I know your niece don't like when we talk about I know she's here right now, but she don't like to talk about sports. Yeah. Uh, so let's get that out the way right now, man. <laughs> How do you feel about the Cleveland Cavaliers getting Donovan Mitchell? Um, your big, big trade for them. Seems like they're going all in for this season. They, they, they surprised people last year. They've been a sneaky good team recently. Now they got one of the hottest free agents in Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz got a historic load of shit for yeah. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, by the way. Yeah. So don't don't cry for them bitch ass Utah Jazz. I know. I know. They'd be, <laughs> they gonna be they'd good. be all right in a couple years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about uh Donovan Mitchell joining your Cleveland Cavaliers, man? I actually think that's a uh I think that was a good trade, man. I think they needed somebody like that. So, uh, side note, I did not know Donovan Mitchell was six one. I didn't either. Yeah, like you I think he's way taller than Chris Paul. Yeah, so Chris I thought Paul, like what six listed. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I always thought he was like six four, six five, somewhere around there. But mm-hmm. uh, his wingspan is like seven three or some shit. Damn. But um, that's probably why he seemed a little taller, but. I think this was a good trade for the Cavs, man. I think um, I think that was the only problem they had last year. They didn't have that type of playmaker. Mm-hmm. And um, although they was pretty good last year, they just was missing that 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 player. So um, yeah, man. I think it, to me this is crazy because I saw some people complaining about the trade, like oh the Cavs gave up too much and this was a bad trade and all this other shit. This is the first time I ever seen the Cavs being on this side of the trade, mm-hmm. like pre or post LeBron. Like, like the, the the Cavs was always the person that was giving up the uh, the superstar for the you know for the picks or whatever <laughs> bullshit players or something like that. This is the first time they were actually on the other side of the blockbuster trade because I ain't think they was gonna be in on them. I, I seen a couple rumors, but. I didn't think they was going to be in on trying to get Donovan Mitchell. So um, that's just, you know, if you look at the history of the cast, they they never rolled like that. So yeah. I was actually shocked. I thought that was a good day for Cleveland, man. They got a, they got somebody that's that's dope. So uh, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think that was a good trade, man. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I can't wait to watch the Cavs. So uh, to me, they're showing you they going all the way in. <laughs> So um, now it's it's yeah. good to see. I think a lot of people thought Donald Mitchell would end up with the Knicks. And with this, I think we got to officially say the Knicks are just fucking dead, man. Yeah. Nobody want to play with the Knicks, dog. <laughs> Every single free agent. And there's been a lot. 
in the yeah. past few years. They've all passed on the Knicks, man. And they've yes. had things to offer. So the Knicks are just fucked. They got to build through the draft and just yeah. get lucky. Yeah. Nobody, no free agents going to want to go to the Knicks, man. So, yeah. No, the crazy part, the crazy part about that is they could have traded for him. Yeah. But they, I guess they didn't want to give up like one more pick or some shit. Yeah, yeah, they so, were stingy with it. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like, damn, like, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what the hell they trying to do, because one moment I, I feel like they like, you know, they trying to be a little cheap, but trying to draft players or you know, mm-hmm. trying to you know get the team together before they go after a big star, but then you hear shit like. They didn't even put in the offer for Kevin Durant when he was a free agent or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, damn, like what? The, like this is supposed to be New York, the the, mm-hmm. the mecca. The mecca, yeah. Yeah, and y'all niggas ain't <laughs> y'all, y'all niggas looking rough, man. So um, it's it's definitely not the same. I know we we could kind of say the same thing about the Lakers, but at least they still kind of got a little something where mm-hmm. people still want to put on a Lakers uniform. And um and it, shit, it's still L.A., but New York is is like niggas rather play for the Cavs than New York, man. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Yeah, no, that, that's saying a whole <laughs> Nigga, lot. Niggas man. rather live in Cleveland for four years <laughs> <laughs> rather than play yeah. live in New York and play for the Knicks. Yeah, man. Plus that tax rate in New York ain't no fucking joke too. So that's not helping things. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so if you ain't going to Brooklyn and, and potentially winning a championship with Kevin Durant, yeah, and, and, and ain't worth going to New York, man. So <laughs> for real, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm glad for the Cavaliers, man. I want to see them be a good team without LeBron. Um, I'm glad that they're not. They're they're basically saying we don't want LeBron back. They didn't even seem like they were interested in him returning potentially. So I'm glad I'm glad they're moving on and they'll they'll eventually be good without him. It's good to see, man. It's because you know how LeBron be leaving teams sometimes and they're just in a mess. Yeah. So Miami Heat eventually recovered and the Cleveland Cavaliers recovered. It's good to see them. I want to see them like real get 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 in the mix without yeah. LeBron. It will be a good a good little change and, of scenery. And this is the right way to do it. Yeah. Like they're not out here trying to create a super team. Mm-hmm. Like all of these players they have, they they pretty much drafted. Yeah. And then they added a superstar. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if he's a superstar for real, but they added somebody with potential to be a superstar mm-hmm. to their um, you know, the the people they had in place. And to be honest, they probably wouldn't have had that in place if they didn't make that trade during the season uh when LeBron was there his last year. Remember that trade they made? They pretty much traded D-Wade back to to Miami. They, you know, they they kind of blew up that team and got younger. Mm-hmm. And the, and the and the running joke was um damn, they traded all of this um they traded with the Lakers and got these picks. Or, uh, they got this they they did something with the Lakers that gave the Lakers more room to <laughs> to sign LeBron next year. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much so the joke was they they pretty much helped the Lakers uh, get LeBron. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, they kind of helped their future a little bit. I don't think their future would look like this if they would have did what LeBron wanted them to do because he would have yeah. been gone anyway. Yeah. So they did the right thing by saying, you know, saying, hey, we're going to get young. We're going to look out for our future. We're going to get some more picks. And, you know, we're going to keep it moving like that. 
So you go, you can stick around if you want to. If not, we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. Um, so good, good to see them rebounding and in the mix again. So we'll see. Hopefully, an exciting uh, NBA season coming yeah. up. So. I, I know the I know the city of Cleveland said, "Fuck them draft picks." Oh hell yeah! <laughs> they ain't got yeah. no damn draft picks for the next <laughs> four or five years. <laughs> Hey man, that's just how that's just how it is, man. Like I, I can't get mad. Like you, you want to like they have a a good team, but I don't feel like they can afford to keep waiting and building in a draft. Yeah, they got some talent now. Like just 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 go all in. Like the league is still somewhat open. You know, there's no yeah. clearly dominant team in yeah. either conference right now. Everybody seems beatable. So yeah. nah, do what you got to do to get yourself in the mix right now, man. While you still can, so yeah, we'll the team, the team, actually, the NBA is super open. Yeah, I mean, outside like outside of the Warriors, and they kind of getting a little old too. But the war, yeah, outside of them, like I feel like Brooklyn could be be um, they, people could beat Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't think they the yeah. champs <laughs> overall. The Lakers, Good. I feel like they're not. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Celtics didn't even feel like the best team in the East. Yeah. But they made it to the finals. So, yeah. I think they just got hot at the right time. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen in the, in the NBA season. So, good for them for putting the chips in, and hopefully it works out for them. But we will see. Yeah. Um, now, without further ado, let's get into the bullshit. Let's get into the music, the hip hop yeah. topics, and whatnot. Um, and we'll start. There's one new release I did listen to. Not a whole lot that came out this week that I particularly listened to, but I did hear the new Freddie Gibbs single featuring Moneybag Yo. It's called Too Much. Um, I guess Freddie Gibbs has a new album coming out when he's not getting jumped and robbed by Benny the Butcher and, and his, uh, his crew <laughs> <laughs> and beefing with him. He is actually back making music. So I think this is a uh, album that's been in the works for a while. Um, and we'll see how it sounds. But the first single came out. It is a, uh, a more trap beatish song. It's a sample with the debarge, all this love. I actually like the sample flip. I thought it was cool. The beat itself with the 808s is very generic trap shit. I'll say that much. Um, but I, I personally, I didn't hate the song, man. I thought it was okay. I don't think it's going to stay on repeat. I think <laughs> I just, it, it probably won't be an instant skip when I go through the album, but it's not it's not anything to write home about. I'll say that much. Yeah. So I'll say, I would say personally it's qualified, but just barely, just barely <laughs> meets the, uh, the standard of qualified. Qualified. You know. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs did his thing flow wise. I think he wrote the beat great. You know, Moneybag Yo did okay. You know, if you're a fan of him or not, it depends. But I thought it was okay, man. I I, I didn't I didn't hate it. How about you, Figgy? I know you uh could only tolerate it for so long, but how you feel about this song, man? Pig pen mentality. The hogs. <laughs> pig pen mentality. The hogs. Pig pen mentality. <laughs> I think no. Nah, um, I didn't really care for the song. And I'm not saying the song is bad because the song sounds like a like if 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 little baby put the song out, I probably wouldn't be mad at it. But um, I feel like I feel like Freddie Gibbs set the bar so high, man. Yeah. Where you know he he got albums with Adlib, uh, Madlib, 
He got songs with uh, or albums with Alchemist. Just I felt like he just set the bar so high quality wise, and then he just came back out with this. We're just like, man, I'm not. I'm to be honest, I'm not expecting to hear this from Freddie Gibbs anymore. Yeah. Maybe maybe some years ago, but now it's just like, man, come on. I feel like he's dumbing it down at this point. But um, to be fair to him, maybe, you know, he trying to go a different route. Maybe he's trying to get the radio play and, you know, he's he trying to move in a different way in his career. But I was, just, you know, every time he dropped something, he kind of got, to me, he kind of got in that push of T lane. Where you know, I know, I know the production gonna sound good, and you know it's gonna be something I can vibe out to. Mm-hmm. So um, this, it, the same thing with the Rick Ross song. He had a Rick Ross song too that dropped earlier this year, and I was just like, nah, man, this ain't it, <laughs> because I'm so used to the Mad Lib songs, to the Alchemist songs, and you know, to the songs with um, with um, what's his name, dude from New Orleans. I forgot his name. Currency, currency, currency. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm used to shit like that, but this, I was just like, nah, this ain't what I'm looking for from you, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, it's it's not a bad song, but you know, for for the person, you know, for him, to me, I wasn't looking for this. Yeah, I mean. With Freddie Gibbs, it's kind of hard to figure out who he makes music for sometimes. Yeah. You know, because I feel like if you're a Freddie Gibbs fan, you're a fan of his two Mad Lib albums. You're a fan of the stuff he does with Alchemist. You're a fan of that, the currency stuff. You're a fan of that type of rap. So when he puts out a song that's like a club hit or trying to be a club hit, it's confusing. Because I don't think anybody who fucks with club music is really checking for Freddie Gibbs like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it seems like Freddie Gibbs wants to get the Gunna, Young Thug, like that that kind of market. Yeah, and his fans don't like that kind of music, really. Yeah, and see, and see, he had Money Bag Yo on this song, and I thought Money Bag Yo was cool, mm -hmm. but I I think I would have liked it more if he would have went the Alchemist route route, Mm -hmm. and then did a little experiment and then try to put Money Bag Yo on that. I don't know how Money Bag Yo would have sound <laughs> on the Alchemist beat, but I would have been fine with that. I w- because I felt like, like so I ain't really care for Freddie Gibbs back when he was with Jeezy. Mm-hmm. So you know, I to me I started liking Freddie Gibbs. You know when the um when he linked up with Currency and all that shit. So that's when I was like, oh shit, like he actually hard because you know I always thought Jeezy artist wasn't that good. <laughs> So I never really paid attention to him. But um, yeah, I just kind of got him in that lane now. <laughs> so the 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 albums, the projects with currency, the uh the Mad Lil projects, the you know, some alchemist songs and stuff like that. I just got him in that lane now. Yeah. So, you know, it might not be fair to him because I don't even know the type of music he I don't even know if he was making that type of music back in the day. But he been it seemed like he been in that lane for a little bit now, and that's what made me start liking him. And then now he trying to sound like little baby. He putting out mm-hmm. <laughs> sounding like little baby. I'm just like nah, this ain't it. But um, to me, this kind of remind me. This kind of remind me of how Wale is because yeah. I feel like 
Yeah, good good comparison. Yeah, because I feel like Wale is all over the place too. And that's one of the things I uh I never really liked about him. Because it seemed like he tried to get poetic. He tried to get wise and, you know, backpackish. And then he'd do, you know, a song called 600 Beans, mm-hmm. you know, and, and try to sound real, you know, you know, try to sound, you know, try to rap over a Let's Luger beat or something like that. Where's like, 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 are you trying to like, are you trying to stick in the lane? Or are you trying to satisfy everybody? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we in a day and age where you don't have to do that. You could just find a lane and just stay in it. And people appreciate you for staying in that lane. Yeah, no, I agree. Hey, what up, Brad Wright? We see you in the Facebook comments, man. I didn't even know we were streaming on Facebook. What's up? Good to hear from you again, dog. Hope you're doing well. Spoon um, in the building. Yes, yes. Uh, we got drunk saying hadn't heard Wale naming forever. That used to be one of his favorite artists. Yeah, man. Um, Wale used to be. A, I never really liked Wale like that. Just something about him was always kind of off-putting for me. But a lot of people seem to like a, a lot of his early stuff, but. I don't know. He yeah. just got kind of weird towards he, the end. Does he even still make music? When's the last time he dropped anything? It I feels think like it's been a while. The last thing I heard from him, remember him and um, J. Cole put out that song and they sampled that vibrant thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that think, was a minute ago, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think that was it like, feels like it. last year or something, maybe earlier this year. I can't remember. But um, yeah, Wale was, and, and I hate doing this, but Wale was one of those artists where. I I didn't even have a real reason why I didn't like him, like I uh, or didn't really care for his music because I felt like his music was really good, like the production was always good. I felt like he wasn't trash, but for some reason I wasn't connecting with Wale, so I never you know that's one of the artists I never really cared for. Mm-hmm. No, I'm the same way, man. Um, and yeah, just the fact that. And him, he, he that's a good comparison with Freddie Gibbs because he's one of those artists where the more you hear from him, like on social media and shit, the less you like him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like he run his mouth a little too much. Wale was getting way too spicy on social media for a long time, man. Yeah. Same thing with uh, with uh, Freddie Gibbs and his fucking year-long beef with DJ Academics. Yeah, that <laughs> just never seemed to end. Yeah, and now he's beefing with Benny the Butcher and getting jumped and doing shows with a puffy face, and it's all kinds of mess with him now, man. I don't know yeah. why he that type of shit. But. Yeah, it's weird. I have a, it's it's crazy because I have a lot of um artists that's kind of similar to that, where you know they sound good, and you know they don't rap bad or anything like that, but they just all over the place where. I don't really relate to it. Like, Tory Lanez is that for me, too. Like, Tory Lanez, I, I feel like he's super talented. I feel like he mm-hmm. could do, he could sing, he could rap, he can, he can out-rap people, he can out-sing people, he could do all of that shit. He could do all type of genres, to be honest. But I just don't really care for that. <laughs> like, that type of shit in this day and age don't really impress me. And, um, yeah, I feel like that's how Wale was back in the day. Where he, you know, he would do a lot of shit, but it's just like, man, just stay in that one lane mm-hmm. <laughs> and create, and just create that. Um, I guess create that type of genre. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and it also makes me grateful that social media wasn't around when some of our uh, artists we look up to and really like 
were, mm-hmm. were really popping. Like, I'm glad Twitter wasn't around when Tupac was around. I'll say that. Yeah, much. we went looking. Tupac already talked a lot. Yeah. He was always in interviews and always saying some shit. If we had, like, unfiltered access to his thoughts, it would be like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot but of no. people like that. I, I feel like Meek Mill is one of those people, too. Yeah. Like if oh, he, definitely. If, if, definitely. Meek, if Meek Mill never had a Twitter or social media, I think people would be glorifying him way more as, as like a real nigga. And yeah. I don't know, I don't know Meek Mill like that. I'm shit, I don't know him at all. Mm-hmm. But just the stuff he tweets and you know him misspelling words and yeah. all this other <laughs> stuff, it just it kind of make you look like a cornball. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think that's why Meek kind of looked like a cornball a little bit to people. Just yeah. off of the shit he do on social media. Yeah. Uh, Drunk says, I could never rock with Tory Lanez. He gave me the vibe that Wale gave y'all. Yeah, yeah, kind of. The the whole copying of the shit is kind of, eh, but uh, Pac would have Twitter on fire. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know, man. Especially in this era, like people would have got sick of Pac pretty quickly, honestly, man. Um, if he was because I feel like he would just stay on Twitter all day, yeah, by the way, too. Yeah, see, the thing is with Pac, like he will, it's kind of like you know, I'm not trying to compare him to Bootsy, but mm-hmm. Bootsy, he you know, he caters toward you know, a certain crowd, it'd be a certain crowd that agrees with what he's doing, but the mass crowd will hate what uh, will hate everything he's saying. So I think it'd kind of be like that with Tupac. I think Tupac yeah. speak up on a lot of stuff and will offend a lot of different groups. Yeah, no, definitely. So, you know, it won't be like that, you know. And same thing, we talk about this, this a lot with Michael Jordan. If Michael mm-hmm. Jordan was on so- social media, he would not be the lo- the beloved athlete that everybody likes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, people would be talk- probably calling him a drunk. People probably call <laughs> him a... a, a you know, uh, uh, he be gambling all the time, and you know it won't be this love story, this love sports story that everybody always bring up if he yeah. was on social media. So um, yeah, I think social media bring the. <laughs> I, I think that make you look like a corny cuz. Yeah, no. Sometimes it's good to have mystery with these artists. Drunk also says, just add Rick Ross to us, so we can say the whole NMG miss you social media. See, I actually take exception to that. I think Rick Ross is hilarious. Um, his <laughs> videos are funny as hell, man. Yeah. I don't know if he tweets. I don't follow him on Twitter. I, I don't think he tweets at all. But he's on Instagram a lot. But he's actually hilarious, man. His videos <laughs> are, are funny as hell. The <laughs> random shit he does. He's riding around the go-kart on his farm for no reason. <laughs> he's getting cows and shit. Like, it's so yeah. random and weird, but he's actually a funny guy. So I would exclude him. But the <laughs> rest of them, yeah, they just were doing too much. Yeah. What up, Tab? See you in the comments. Tab, what's, what's happening? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> holding it down, Tab. Of course, it wouldn't be right without Tab in the comments as well, man. Yeah. Um. Well, so I think that about does it with um new releases. Release of stuff I, we listen I to. did listen to one new release. I don't even think this was an official release. Mm-hmm. But uh, ASAP Rocky dropped an unreleased song with... Uh, with Cardi, yeah. I did hear a little of that. I heard that. I was kind of confused at first, man, because it sounded like one of those Cardi songs yeah. that have no direction to it, have no rhythm, <laughs> where it's just noise. <laughs> but um, I, I thought that song was all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to think about it. I honestly <laughs> thought the song was fake at first. 
It yeah, me like too. one of those fan-made songs, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, apparently it was real. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, may, maybe it's best as an unreleased track. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It was just, it was <laughs> kind of strange to me. Yeah. But I mean, all Cardi's music is strange now. You never know what to expect when he drops at this point. So yeah. this is the new wave he's on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So without further ado, um, I think it's about time for us to get to the shits. Get to the shit and break down this civil war, <laughs> this meeting of the mind, this battle of the titans, clash of the titans, clash of the eight town giants going on. <laughs> yeah. In the blue corner, we have the Mo City Don himself, the H-Town legend, screwed up click member, uh, ABN founding member, no longer in the group no more for various reasons, but still has his own day, still holds down the city in his own right, still a legend, every street nigga's favorite rapper, if they 30 plus street nigga. No, it might be 40 plus to be honest. 40 plus, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm <laughs> it might be 40 plus at this point. 35 to 40 plus street nigga. Yeah. Uh, favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. We have Zero the Crooked in the blue corner. And in the other blue corner, because they're both Crips, I think. <laughs> we have a the 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 savior of Houston. You know, the Hurricane Harvey hero, the founder of Relief Gang, who on top of being a legendary rapper, despite being banned from the biggest rap station in the city, uh, has still remained relevant, still uh, devoted his life and career to helping people out, done a lot of people in the city, and uh, had his own day, has all the accolades, as well as classic records, another screwed up click member, ABN member, uh, just legendary le- legend in his own right. We got traded truth in the other corner. <laughs> yes, and they are at each other's throats yet again, but in a more intense way that we've ever seen at this point. Now, I'm sure most of y'all have seen the video, but if not, I'll just quickly recap the situation real quick, man. So uh, 50 Cent had a Tycoon Houston comedy festival or show or something in the city. You know, 50 Cent is now a uh, Houstonian, yeah. been all around the city doing a lot of big things. And he had a comedy festival featuring pretty much everybody in the game. You know, everybody came through. He posted videos and it seemed like everybody in rap, R&B, entertainment period was up in there. Yeah. And so, of course, all the big H-Town rappers were there as well. And Zero and Trey were caught on video. First, the the news of the fight broke out before the video came out. You know, I think a day before the video came out, people were reporting that Zero and Trey got into a fight at a Tycoon Houston 50 Cent's comedy festival show. And, you know, some people didn't believe it. They're like, Where, how did nobody have video of this happening if it was Zero and Trey, you know, some of the biggest rappers in the city, most legendary rappers in the city, nobody had video of it. Well, video did emerge. Allegedly from friend of the show, DJ Holly Grove. Um, <laughs> I didn't know the video came from him. 
I, I, I've heard <laughs> allegedly it was DJ Holly Grove's video. I don't know if it's 100% true. Oh, man. Um, I kind of want to get him on now. Like, yeah, yo. We got to talk to him, maybe, because <laughs> DJ Slim K uh, put put that on him. <laughs> so oh, damn. I don't know. Uh, I, but I've heard reports that it uh, rumored, allegedly, <laughs> it was DJ Holly Grove's video that went viral. Damn. You got to get in touch with him and see if that's true or not. But I'm, I'm just saying what I've heard. So the video shows Trey's brother, Jayton, um, raining down blows on zero zeros, balled up in a, you know, covering his head on the ground, on the street. This happened in the street in front of a Kia Soul. And <laughs> uh, we have all of Trey's friends. Trey is there as well. Um, lined up around zero. We don't see any of them hitting him. We just see Jayton hitting him. We see the sheriff. We see cops there trying to break the whole situation up, hold zero back. Zero gets to his feet, and zero walks towards Trey and his crew. Trey kind of squares up and says, what you want to do? Jayton is just screaming the whole time, calling him a hoe-ass nigga, bitch-ass nigga, uh, trying to get him to fight again. But zero, of course, the police are there at this point. The fight's over. Yeah. So... The video basically captures the very end of the altercation. And yeah, so that video went super viral. Everybody talked about it in the city. Everybody picked sides. Everybody, people, Some people were like, because Zero was alleging he got jumped. And some people were saying, we only see one person hitting Zero. So how did he get jumped? Yeah. So all that goes down. They both make responses to it. Uh, Zero makes his statement. He was on TMZ, I think. And and uh, he made a statement about it saying he got jumped. He was lured into a fight that he didn't know was a fight until they started jumping him. And Tab, I'm, I'm going to talk about what the beef is over in a minute. I'm just recapping the fight real quick. <laughs> but so Trey makes his statement and uh, or Zero makes his statement and Trey responds as well. Actually, play 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 Trey's response real quick. We're gonna play it real quick. I have the link his right. Instagram, but he actually did reply to um, what people were saying about the fight and what Zero said about the fight about it being him being jumped by seven niggas or whatever was was the case. Um, so this is what Trey had to say about. Uh, do you have it pulled up? Yeah, yeah. Give me one second. We. This is what Trey had to say about. Um, the altercation and the mis- misconceptions about what people were saying about one him. One time, one time only, man. That's good. I feel like I'm at a point in my life I'm not going to sit here and, and let stuff just linger around. But I do feel I owe it to people to know, especially people who really rock with me, man, to know the situation that they trying to paint, the narrative they paint, this shit is false. Not no seven-on-one situation. Wasn't no blindside ambush. That's not what this is. This is family business, internal stuff that's been going on for 10, 15 years. It's probably been building up and just spilled over into shit. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy thing, I'm watching all these blogs and everybody say some of the stuff they say when they don't know. Me and this man have held a conversation for damn the two hours the day after. You know what I'm saying? Probably a conversation that was needed to be had. But it's just so crazy to watch so many people try and put their two cents in and think they know what they're talking about and say this, say that. 
And look, I'm not on here to be trying to defend nothing. What I will tell you is those who know my character know I always been stand up. They know I don't do no fuck shit, man. Probably got one of the biggest hearts ever. But they also know I stand up for what I stand up on. If in any way I feel disrespected, I'm a stand up, I'm a man. You know I'm human. Sometimes we do things out of emotion that, that, that may mess us up. Sometimes we do things that we rightfully feel is right. What I can say is, and it, the situation in this, this internal stuff, man, you know, it's crazy because we've been fighting our whole life. Our, our whole family always fight. So it's just different now because it's always cameras and it's always social media and people with opinions. It ain't no hate for that, man. You got to understand, I'm not going, I'm never going to let nobody hurt or harm him. You know, and, and that's just as it's simple as can be. As far as the blogs, as far as everybody who has something to say that I'm seeing, just, you know, you got to keep that same energy. For those who really rock with me, you know, if I let y'all down, that's on me. I stand on that, and, you know, I, I accept my accountability. But other than that, man, it just, it is what it is, dog. It is what it is. So that comment raised a few red flags for me. Um, first off, um, the, the this the fact in general you're saying no harm would come from him, and, and number, the fact that you called him afterwards, yeah, and talked for two hours. Why didn't have the conversation happen before you jumped him in the street? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. So I was confused about that, but that's what he had to say. And Zero went even further. He went on the Isaiah Carey factor. Uh, Fox 26, Isaiah Carey is a uh, very famous reporter in Houston, covers all types of ratchet shit, honestly. But he's a yeah. cool dude. We actually had him on the ESG podcast. He's a really cool dude. And uh, he appeared and gave a very long interview. I want to say it was like 20 plus minutes, and that was edited. Yeah. Of Zero just talking about the entire situation. And Zero finger points Trey as the one who set the whole thing off. Apparently, Trey met Zero at the event, told him, when you done, we got to go talk about something real quick. And Zero's trying to make sure you're like, you mean me? Because they ain't talked in years, I guess. And mm. Trey's like, yeah. So Zero goes to meet with Trey. And he says, Trey is the first one who throw, starts throwing blows at mm. him. And Sucker punches him, according to Zero. Mm. And he also points out J. Tom being the one who is raining down blows and there's an extra video i didn't know about until figgy pointed out but there was a, a another angle of the entire more more of the altercation and we definitely see it wasn't a one-on-one -on -one fight yeah everybody it was, was seven on one <laughs> he was getting stomped out yeah trey was punching him while he was down jay tom was kicking him while he was down everybody and there was like three other dudes there too yeah. Just raining down blows on zero, so yeah. he it, he definitely got jumped. We can yeah. say he did get yeah. jumped. Yeah, so the first video that went viral was the one where he was balled up. Exactly, and it was just one person, you know, hitting him. And this video, this was somebody riding by in the car, and they was recording it, and it was everybody, including Trey. <laughs> Trey was throwing in punches too, and you could tell this was. I want to say it was fresh. But um, but zero wasn't balled up yet. Yes, he was. He was just on the ground trying to. It looked like he was trying to figure some shit out, and he. It looked like he was trying to ball up, 
but it was definitely. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't seven on one, it was six on one. <laughs> so it, it no, nah, it was a lot of niggas out there um, <laughs> stomping and beating them up. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. So we can definitely say he he did get jumped. Now, as far as how this started, um, now Zero and Trey, people have known they they fell out a long time ago. I want to say like 10 plus years, 10, 15 years ago at this point, they fell out a long time ago and uh, they've had issues, but they never really spoke about it. But this all got kind of reignited uh, earlier this year because Zero appeared on the Ghetto Boys podcast with Willie D and Scarface early this year. And he actually gave a really good interview. I actually watched it back when it came out. And I thought it was really well done. Zero spoke a lot more than I expected him to. He was very open about a lot of things. It was actually a really good interview. Um, but he did mention, because uh, Scarface asked him about a situation in 2006 when Zero and his crew were allegedly doing 10 miles an hour on I-10 and got pulled over and arrested. Damn. And Zero explained the situation. And he basically said, to make a long story short, they got pulled over. Um, they had some drink on him, but Zero didn't have anything but weed. Hmm. And Jayton got caught. He didn't mention Jayton by name, but he said this person got caught with some drink. And he told the police, you know, he took no accountability for it being his. He said, we some real niggas. We ain't scared of no jail. Hmm. So because of that, everybody got locked up for the drink. And mm. he actually did two years over that. Mm. And so Willie D and Scarface, not knowing they're talking about Jayton or not knowing the whole situation, they kind of shitted on Jayton. Again, they didn't use his name, but yeah. they were asking, you know, how did this dude not take accountability? Why did he make y'all off fall for him? What that's just some ignorant shit. They, they were really shitting on him. Yeah. So Jayton got upset about this. He made a video on Instagram Live talking about how Zero just got up there and lied, how it wasn't his drink, how he was actually trying to help the situation by trying to get rid of it. And basically Zero was full of shit in the story he told on the Ghetto Boys podcast. Mm. And he also said he had been trying to look for the fade for Zero for years now, but he kept yeah. running away. Yeah. But it's on when it's on. So that's basically the genesis of how this got here. In terms of it, it was a beef with Jayton and Zero. And of course, Jayton is Trey's brother. So they real close. They've been close, of course, since birth, man. Yeah. And Trey's is it Jayton's always been part of ABM and close with Trey. So Jayton's beef is gonna be Trey's beef. Yeah. And that's kind of how this spilled out to my knowledge uh this past week. Now we got everything on the table. We have to react to it. So <laughs> Uh, Figgy, I want to know how you think about this, man. Being a somebody who's kind of still kind of new to Houston. I mean, you've been here for a minute, but you're kind of new to Houston in the whole history of the rap scene. Yeah. How do you see a situation, man? Who do you think is in the right? Who is in the wrong? And how do you see this whole thing uh, from your perspective? Um, I think so. So I think a lot of people kind of fuck up whenever talking about this. I, I you don't have to pick a side, man. Like I'm, you know, I'm obviously I'm not in it. I don't know the two, so you know I can't pick a side. But I think right now for this situation, the way it happened, to me it just 
I think Trey kind of looked bad in this situation. Like, like I said, like I don't know, like maybe you know, maybe Zero did something where he deserved to get jumped. I don't know, but right now, just you know, hearing the story, it seemed like it's it, it seemed like it's not a good thing because these look, man, these are two Houston legends, and we should never see anything like this at all. It, like if it if it did happen, it should be off camera. <laughs> it shouldn't be floating around on the internet like this, man. Like I don't care what y'all think about these dudes. These are H Town legends, and they should be treated with royalty, in my opinion. You got Trey the Truth, who who pretty much saved people's lives during Hurricane Harvey. Like he was actually in the water saving people out of their houses, and he do so much with relief game he created relief game and then you got uh zero who just the you know he's the he's the don man and you know he did a lot for the city too so um to me this is this is not a good look i don't care what happened behind the scenes is it's, it's not a good look but the bright side is um tab just texting i'm he said he glad no guns were involved me too yeah that's that's the bright part about this situation if i had to pick a bright part it could have got ugly man it could have you know i know i know some niggas had guns probably now i mean i know niggas ain't walking around naked but um yeah i'm just glad it didn't it didn't go off into that man but um yeah but the overall situation i like I see a lot of people saying Zero look weak because you know he doing the interviews and all that stuff. Uh, sure, maybe that could make somebody look weak, but man, this look, man, this dude called himself he 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 go with the term one deep. Like he was really out there by himself, man. I mm-hmm. thought that was just a little term he used in rap, but that nigga was really one deep. <laughs> so uh, look, man. I think I don't know, man. I I, I just think, man. They I, I just I, I can't I can't sit here and say they need to sit down and squash it. Know what I mean, because it's it's obviously deeper than rap, and I don't even know if they could come back from this. And uh, I seen I seen a couple of the, the interviews Zero did where he said he not you know he not squashing nothing. So uh, I don't think it could ever come back from this. Maybe it it could have maybe came back if if the fight never happened. But now is I think that that was confirmation. I think Zero said this too. That was confirmation that they would never be cool again. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think in the back of his mind, because they you know uh, Trey did say they had a two hour conversation, and I think I felt like Zero in the back of Zero's mind. He felt like they could have patched things up and move forward, you know, cool again. Not saying they be best friends and he be back in ABN, but I felt like they could have been cool again. They probably could have did a song again or something like that. But now I think that's that after the you know after they jumped him, I felt like that's just confirmation that it would never that would never happen again. Like we would never be cool again. And that's very unfortunate, man. I, j- I just hate to see stuff like that. Uh, it's you know, in general, we talked about this too. I hate seeing two old niggas fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, why are two old niggas out here in the streets fighting? Like, I mean, it's better than shooting each other, but 
Like, why is you, why is you beefing, man? <laughs> like, why can't everybody be like Jay-Z and just have no beef and just be cool with everybody? Just, you know, not have any problems like that. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not part of that. And I ain't sitting here telling them to squash it. So, like I said, it's deeper than rap. So um, I think the best thing they could do going forward is to just, you know, they see each other, just keep it moving, man. Life too short. You shouldn't have to be going through all of this, man. Like, niggas got families. Niggas got kids. Like, we don't need to see legends like this out in the streets fighting. It, I think it was a bad look for the city, man. I think I think it's a bad look on all parts. So um, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, man, that's pretty much my my thoughts as well. I just I just thought it was really sad, really sad to see. Um, it's one thing to see like young dudes beefing. There's even some entertainment in it sometimes because you just know that's how young niggas are. But Trey Zero is forty five and Trey is forty two. Like nobody wants to see no forty year old dudes fight, man. Yeah. Especially when you've done so much and you've come and you're so well respected. You're like an elder statesman for the city. Yeah. You know, and you're supposed to be the one dialing back the bullshit that we see in rap today. And a lot of the violence, the random, you know, these young kids getting killed over some bullshit. And you're supposed to be setting the example for them. And this is how you acting, man. And I got to say, I'm disappointed in Trey, man. Trey did a lot because after the Trey Day shooting where eight people got shot, it took a lot for him to come back from that, dog. Yeah. Like, his reputation was really bad at that point. With this, like, every, like, I'm sure it was hard for him to get book places. He got, of course, blackballed from 979 because a lot of yeah. stuff that happened. I think Radio that. One overall, I think he's still yeah. fighting that. Radio One, he was just blackballed, period. His music career just kind of died after that. And it, it, he, he, it took a lot for him to come back from that, man. But he did. He was like the hero of the city. He's done so much. And now apparently he's in uh, Missouri trying to help people over there who ain't got no water. Like he's done so much. And to be caught doing this, like I get if your brother got a problem with him. But I don't understand why Trey had to involve himself in it, man. Like this this seemed like to not have anything to do with Trey. It was between Jayton and Zero because the, the way the story was told. Yeah. And if Jayton wanted the fade, he should have went up and had a one-on-one. It didn't have to be every the whole crew jumping zero. Yeah. To, and to be honest, man, I think Trey kind of got to a point where, you know, I know his his, his reputation was a little tainted, but mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of cleaned his reputation up a little bit. He like did a hundred percent. He was he was on the um, Texans radio right yes. on the pregame show. <laughs> Like he, he was he the hometown the, captain for the uh, last preseason game of the Houston Texans. Exactly. So, like, if I'm Trey in that position, I'm telling my brother, like, look, I know you want the fade with him. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, that's going to fuck me up a little bit. That's going to fuck our shit up. Like, yeah. we trying to look past that. Like, I'm, you know, like I said, I don't think everybody could be a Jay-Z, but I think you got to kind of have that mindset. Uh, put all the bullshit behind. Let's look forward. Like that shit will keep us back. That shit will make us. That will make our brand look bad. 
Like unless unless y'all shoot the sh- uh, the fade in the back alley where there's no cameras or something like that, where it won't get back to me, do do whatever. But that's just not a good look for the relief game to me. And you know he did a lot, man. And I think that's genuine from the heart. But just to you know, I think just him being in control of his brand and you know how he moved, I just think that was a bad look, man. Like you got to move forward, man. You for you forty two, so I just think you can't be going around doing that stuff off of he say she say, or something that popped up on a podcast, mm-hmm. or even even if it's old, man. Like I said, look at Jay Z. Jay Z had a lot of <laughs> shit going on <laughs> back then. It wasn't no crazy B, but he had a lot of shit going on. He squats he squats all that shit, man. Nigga nigga cool with Jim Jones. <laughs> He cool with Cameron, and he cool with all of these dudes he had problems with at one point. Like, like, how would that look if he's still trying to beat up Nas? Or, yep. you know, like, that's that's not a good look. And he somewhat, I mean, you know, he not cool with Dame like that, but he not out It's not a problem whenever they see each other or something like that. Yeah, Jay-Z stabbed somebody, too. Remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> over some records. Yeah, and so yeah, it's imagine him at fifty years old still getting this that type of bullshit. Imagine seeing Jay Z out there just beating, jumping somebody. <laughs> like nah, man. His new album leaked. Yeah, like <laughs> nah, man. Like you just gotta. I I just think I kind of look at Trey. You know, I'm not comparing them to Jay Z, but I kind of look at Trey as you know somebody that's you know that see the bigger picture, man. And you know, like let's say that situation happened. Do you think he would have hopped on? You think he would have been on the pregame show and been a mm-hmm. captain of the, you know, yeah. hometown captain before the game? Like I just think stuff like that, man. You can't. It can't get to that point. And I'm not saying you know don't defend yourself. You know, if you're in a situation, you got to defend yourself. That's mm-hmm. totally different. But he have to. I don't think he had to do that, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And um, I didn't like how Trey said we weren't going to let any harm come to that man when it's like, number one, you don't, in that situation, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen, man. There's been plenty of street fights where somebody getting jumped and you don't know who got a gun, somebody starts shooting, then somebody died. Yeah. You know, even without guns, dog, people can, people die all the time in street fights, man. You hit somebody at the in the back of the head you can fuck them up. You knock somebody out on concrete, they can die. I covered the story in Corpus Christi about mm. somebody who got in a fight, no guns, no weapons involved at all. Mm. Somebody got knocked out, fell on the concrete, and died like mm. a few days later, man. Fell into a coma and just never woke up. Mm. You never know what's going to happen in a fucking street fight, especially yeah. when it's four dudes hitting on one guy. Yeah. So and one is 45. Don't let no harm come to that man. Like You, you never know what's going to happen, man. So I, yeah. I didn't like that part of it. And it's just some, it's just some bullshit, man. I do think Zero was in the wrong for bringing up some shit that happened so long ago when y'all all moved past it. You know, does Zero have to go into detail about that story and pinpoint somebody for being the reason why he went to jail? And like when all that beef is just 15 years old now, and, and did he have to go on Isaiah Factor and? Look, I'm not a street dude, so I don't know the rules on snitching. So I'm not going to get into did he snitch or not. 
but did he have to, you know, just basically give a police deposition on the exactly what happened that night? Not really, but like there's goofy behavior going on on both ends, but it, it's just sad to see, man. I really did not want to see this from either of them. I thought they had both grown from this. I thought they were a lot more mature than this. And it's more disappointing than anything, to be honest, you know, from both of them. So it's just sad to see, man. It just reminds me of how Houston was on top in 2005, 2006, 2007, taking over the game. Then you had all this random beef happening out of nowhere. You had Paul Wall, Millionaire, beefing. You had uh, T.I., Lil Flip splitting up the city and everybody picking sides with that bullshit. You had screwed up click falling out. You had uh, Mike Jones uh, getting hit by Trey at the Ozone Awards, and that was a big thing. It's like, it, it just reminds me of why we couldn't be what Atlanta is now, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because everybody just had beef out of nowhere for some bullshit ass reasons, man. And like we said at the beginning of the podcast, ain't no pimp C around to make things better now, man. Yeah. And I know fucking uh ain't no knocking doors down part two coming, man. I think we're <laughs> just we're just fucked at this point. But yeah, I'm yeah, kind of just sad to see. I'm kind of curious how Atlanta got around the whole Jeezy versus Gucci thing. I wonder, I wonder, um, because I know a lot of people mentioned how I guess Jeezy wasn't really in Atlanta or all this other yeah. shit. But I want I wonder if that was the reason. But I felt like that was one of the biggest beefs in the hip hop. And that I feel like that didn't really tear apart Atlanta. <laughs> but maybe it's the reason why I just said maybe Jeezy wasn't really in Atlanta that much. And Gucci was actually there. Working with everybody there. Yeah, I think that's the case. I think uh, G- Gucci was trying to put the whole city on. It seemed like, yeah. And Jeezy, like, who was he trying to put on? Like Freddie Gibbs, who wasn't even from Atlanta. Like, yeah. what Atlanta artist was he trying to put on at that time when he was at his top of his game? Not nobody really. It yeah. seems so. Yeah, man. Um, it's just tough to see. Um, and. I just hate it. I don't like it. I, I wish they would just both move on, but I don't think this is over at this point. Cause you know, I, I understand zero saying we ain't going to ever work together together again. Cause how can you at this point, but yeah. Trey should have been a bigger man as well. He should have not let it get to this point, but it did. So what can you do? Yeah. It, it is what it is. Like yeah. Trey said, yeah, man, niggas too old to be out here jumping people and fighting, exactly. man. Like, like break a hip trying to beat somebody up at 40 years old, man. Come yeah, on man. <laughs> Niggas probably sore as fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I got to stretch before you jump somebody now, man. It's not like back in the day. You yeah. Gotta fucking do warm ups. <laughs> yeah. Man, I had an uncle, uh, rest in peace to my uncle Tom. But he, uh, so he was kind of wild when he was young. And, you know, he got older. He was, I, I want to say in his late sixties or whatever. Do you know this nigga still got into a fight? <laughs> like downtown, he got into some road rage. He hopped out of the car. He pulled out a pocket knife, and um, I guess the cops pulled up. He tried to throw the knife and all this shit, and got in trouble. Oh, he, think he, he think he John Wick. 
What's <laughs> going on? Like I said, he he was at the time he was like uh, in his late sixties. So I guess I guess that's how they used to get down back then. But my dad, I never forget this man. My dad was like, man, he too old to be out here trying to fight. And what is he doing, man? He too old for that shit. <laughs> and that's that's kind of true, man. Like when you get to a a point in life, man, you just you know like. I don't have to, like I said, they ain't got to be kumbaya or nothing like that. That would be good for the city. But, you know, if there's some real problems like that, and it, y'all have some real differences that y'all can't meet in the middle, cool. I mean, that's that's kind of human. But, like, no, like, it shouldn't have to be on site every time you see each other, man. That's <laughs> that's crazy, man. And, and that Tycoon weekend was a... That was a big that was a big deal for the city, man. A lot mm-hmm. of people came in for that shit. And um it was all over social media. And um that was a good time for everybody to get it in, network, get their money, and keep it moving. But unfortunately, this is what you know, this is this is the takeaway from um the tycoon weekend. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Drunk to that 60, I'm hopping out the car too over anything. <laughs> Man, if you want yeah. to get down like that, you can, but I just had no interest in it, dog. There's a reason why we don't see no damn 40 year old plus boxers, man. <laughs> Even professional fighters don't want to fight at 40 plus, man. Yeah. Like fucking Floyd was done in his early 40s, basically, man. You don't yeah. you don't want to see no random nigga off the street gut full of Popeyes and fucking <laughs> <laughs> whatever you've been drinking on, yeah. sipping on. And he fucking get out and try to fight at forty plus years old, man. Niggas old, yeah. fat, sweaty now. You know, yeah. nobody have wants you, to see that shit. Have you have you ever seen an old nigga trying still trying to race? Like just yes. trying to race, and it's not yes. good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not good, and they and this ain't even fighting. It's trying to race, like mm-hmm. do a little sprint. Yeah, it's not good, man. Like sometimes you just gotta, you know, just like uh, Vontae Davis said, <laughs> it's a young man's game. <laughs> Yep. It's a young man's game now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you, you boys got this. You boy got this. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm finished. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> oh, you mean after the season, right? No, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Halftime. <laughs> oh, that shit's hilarious. Man. Now, that's some, that's like fighting and all that bullshit's a young man's game. Nobody wants to see no old nigga do that shit. Yeah, so, like I ain't got. Know. Yeah, like at this point, I ain't got no beef with nobody. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no problems with nobody. It's it's funny because I um like back in Cleveland, I ended up talking to somebody um that I wasn't really that cool with because of some you know some street some street shit. Yeah, and um, they would. I, I I ain't gonna say they were still on it, but they thought I was still on it. <laughs> they thought I, I'm like, man, you know, I ain't talked to niggas in like ten years. Yep. <laughs> like I don't know what them niggas doing. <laughs> like I'm good, man. I'm just glad to see you alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like I ain't got no problems. Like I don't even know why. Like, shit, you seem like a cool dude now. <laughs> like I ain't got no problems with nobody. <laughs> Like I ain't got no problems with no exes, no nobody. Mm. I'm good, man. <laughs> no, time time should provide clarity in a lot of things, man. That's one thing getting older does. You realize you hated niggas for stupid ass reasons. Yes. You realize you got into some bullshit for some stupid ass reasons. And you just you're embarrassed to yourself for how you used to be, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that getting older does do. 
So the fact that it got here with Trey and Zero, that makes it even more embarrassing, man, because y'all done had decades at this point, damn near, to think about this and really come to terms with it, and y'all still acting out like this. So yeah, nah, it's just it's just sad, man. It's just sad, but yeah, it is what it is. Can't yeah. do nothing but move forward. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, other things that happened this week. Uh, let's let's play this audio, man. Jay Z's been getting killed on Club because he did an appearance on Clubhouse. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on this, man, because Jay Z apparently did a Clubhouse appearance. I guess he was talking about that verse on a uh, God did. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Tab says if China Mac and Jen made up, anybody can make up and squash beef. Yeah, didn't Jen like become a Christian rapper? Like, I'm sure he made up with all his views <laughs> at this point. Yeah, shit. Honestly, it's a lot of people that, like, 50 Cent and Fat Joe made up. Yeah. They were here in, uh, for the Tycoon weekend, too. And that, to me, I didn't think that that was even possible, man, because that got, that kind of got messy. So if they can make up, man, I think any, I think, a, I think Zero, I think, to me, before this fight, I felt like they probably could have made up. Yeah. With, or I like I said, they ain't got to be buddy buddy and arm around each other, but it could have got to a point where they did a song, did some business together, and keep it moving. But yeah, Zero did mention on the Donnie Houston podcast. I think uh, he was asked about it. He he admitted he missed Trey. Like I think that was the most he ever admitted about that. But. I could, I could tell to be honest, man, because like he he mentioned how you know this situation showed him that you know, this could never happen again. And for him to even say that, I show you he was even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. He was thinking about, you know, reconciling or whatever. But now, you know, who, like, he would look bad to me. Like, and I agree with him on this. He mentioned this too. He would look bad if he, you know, decided to squash the beef now and be cool with him after he just got his ass whooped. Exactly. So, like, no, nah, like, if that was me in that situation, I can't, we can't be cool now. Exactly. Because his whole, now, man. yeah, that's his whole brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his whole brand is tarnished if he decides to be cool with the same dudes that whooped his ass. So that, that kind of go against everything he rap about, everything he speak for. So at this point, like, nah, <laughs> like, we can't yeah, be nah. cool now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I that y'all embarrass me. <laughs> Yeah. That video ain't going nowhere. Yeah, so, y'all embarrassed yeah. the shit out of me. And now I'm supposed mm. to be buddy buddy with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we definitely ain't getting another ABN album, man. So yeah, it's unfortunate. But um Drunk says, I just seen money back, yo and finesse two times just made up. That's big for Memphis. Yeah, that is good, man. After, after young Dolph, I feel like everybody in that city got a cool out, man. Or everybody in general with all the rappers that have been getting killed over some bullshit lately. So mm. yeah, that, that's good for them, man. And uh, especially them being younger too, you fucking take a hint, Trey and zero, but whatever. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, Oh yeah. Jay-Z. We're talking about Jay-Z on clubhouse. Jay-Z, I guess was talking about his guy did verse sidebar. This is already one of the most overrated verses in history. Oh my god, ever. man! <laughs> I thought people. Were, I think. I think drunk was saying people were hyping it up on a last podcast. 
I didn't see it at first, but now I'm seeing a whole lot. It's, it, no, yeah. this is probably the most hype Jay-Z verse we got in a long time. Dog, people were saying it was his best verse. Yes. And I was like, oh, y'all got to be on crack. Yes, his best verse <laughs> of all time out of all the Jay-Z verses. I already forgot what the fuck he was talking <laughs> about in this verse. And I love Jay-Z. Yeah. But come on, man. Yeah. Now on, I, uh, I now I did listen to the breakdown. You see the I don't know if you seen the um the news anchor or CNN dude or whatever. Oh, he pretty much did a whole segment about this verse. Oh God, what was is, is he signed with Rock Nation? I, I don't <laughs> think they, so. Is, is that his agents? I don't think so. I know LeBron uh tweeted the YouTube link out, and that's what made me check it out. And then Jay Z actually retweeted LeBron about that. So it was just like what, but um, but I, I I watched it and I actually it actually made me like the verse a little more. Where I'm like, okay, I, I had a little more clarity to it, but not the I'm not the best Jay Z verse of all time. That's crazy. Like you know how many Jay Z verses it, it it is. Come on, man. That Come might on, not. Man. I don't even think that's sniffing the top ten. <laughs> Come on, man. No. <laughs> I could think of 10 off the top of my head. You can't say that shit was better than what he said in this life forever. What he said. And there, there's so many, every, everything off a of reasonable doubt, I would put 22 twos. Come on, man. Yeah. Are you really going to say this was better than all th- of them? Yeah. I think his verses on, you don't know is better than that. Dynasty intro. Di- <laughs> Dynasty intro. <laughs> If every, is everybody yeah. gone insane, man? How how dare anybody say this is the best Jay-Z verse of all time? Yeah. Where I'm from? <laughs> the fucking freestyle he did on uh, Halloween when Keenan Cohen was about to come out off the uh, Grammy family instrumental. Mm. You cannot tell me that this verse was better than that. Yeah. Come on, man. P- people are smoking crack. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tab says Charlemagne was drooling all over this verse. Yeah, of course he was, man. Yeah. How the Rock Nation people are just everybody want to get in Rock Nation brunch. brunch that's they all gonna, it is. Yeah, yeah. So they, they gonna kiss Jay's ass. I get it. <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants they ticket to the yeah. brunch. Now, now I would so. say this verse is probably one of his best verses that people been gassing up because yep. niggas was gassing up. I got the keys verse. Remember that? Yeah. People was yeah, gassing that I verse up. All about that verse too. Yeah, all about that song. Yeah. So I'm like, like, out of all of that, this is the best verse. It, uh, it, I, you could probably say I wouldn't even say this was the best verse on this last album. Like this verse right here, I wouldn't. It, I I felt like it's a couple verses on this last on the four 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 album that's better than this. Yeah. No, definitely. So, I think the last verse off of a. Uh, I forget what the song is called. The one about his mama. The, smile. The, the, yeah, smile. Uh, the yeah. last verse on smile was was harder than this shit, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. I don't understand. Just because he rapped for a long time, and people thought that this was his best verse, and I was like, no, man, I, y'all, I, yeah, you do your Jay Z homework, okay? Yeah, I thought Stop. this verse was the best verse in a minute <laughs> that I heard from yeah. Jay Z. But I wouldn't put I, I, this ain't even. I don't even know if this sniffing the top ten to me. Dog, every <laughs> I, I'm just getting sick of everybody hyping everything up to the fucking this, moon. No, nah, this one, this one is out of control. This it one, is. this one got out of control because <laughs> people usually say that people said the meek uh, the uh, the song he had on was uh, was free the meek song. Mm-hmm. 
they they said that verse was good, which you know it was all right, but that died down kind of quick. This one is like a whole think piece of it, and Jay is doing spaces about the verse and all those yeah. other people doing interviews about the verse. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> I'm sick of it, man. Like, is is music this bad? And I know it's the answer is yes, but <laughs> is music this bad that we have to hype something like this up? Yeah. You know, like this is worse than everybody hyping up the worst Lil Wayne punchlines, like <laughs> real G's moving songs like lasagna. This is worse than that. And that was fucking awful. Okay. <laughs> I got paper like loose leaf era Wayne. Every corny ass punchline, everybody would act like it was the dopest shit ever spit. I leave you dead in the living room. Get it? <laughs> Get it? Dead in the dead living room. In the living room. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that that was an awful era, but hyping this verse up like that might be worse. So, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get the the fascination. Like, it was a good verse, like you said, the best Jay Z verse in a minute. But that's not saying a whole lot because this shit on jail was ass <laughs> with Kanye, and it's been a minute since he actually gave us a verse with some substance in it. So. And junk, you were not the only one who hated that lasagna yeah. line. I hated it since day one. I thought that was the yeah. stupidest shit ever. The, that because everybody the, hyped it up the, like it was some genius yeah, level. The shit. only people that was hyping that up was like super duper Wayne fans. <laughs> and then they try to explain the shit to you, yeah, like, like, oh we need my a god, explanation on it. <laughs> yeah, See, you don't understand, man. This, 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 Wayne, Wayne just different. He the like, greatest he's alive. Greatest, <laughs> greatest of all. Jay Z can't say that. Yeah, real G's moving sounds like lasagna. Yeah, we get. See, it, he would see he the on, and see Wayne is the only one that could get away with that. I think yeah. I think Fabulous couldn't. He he could probably get away with it in New York, but Fab could get away with that. <laughs> uh, Jada Kiss could get away with that. It, it's yeah. a lot of niggas that can't get away with that shit, and niggas would kill Jay Z if he said some shit like oh, that. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But Wayne was a, uh, yeah, that was just proof he's the best rapper ever. Yeah. And look, I, I think Lil Wayne got plenty of verses where you can just tell he's brilliant yeah. rap wise. But the punchline era Wayne is like my least favorite era Wayne of all time. And yeah. that shit lasts for way too long. <laughs> but I digress. We've gotten yeah. off topic. We got to talk well, about why. Well, play the Jay Z clip. Yeah. Twitter has turned on Jay Z. Um, so Jay-Z, as Figgy mentioned, yeah, did we like spaces sh- or did a Stop. clubhouse yeah. appearance talking about the verse, I guess, because it's so monumental and special. He <laughs> has to have a, have a fucking, uh, uh, a whole event uh, talking about it. Yeah. And <laughs> so, um, I guess he was talking about how people criticize him. And, and call him out for being rich and not doing enough and blah, blah. And he said something that kind of undid all the goodwill that I think the verse did for him because people really tore this apart and they really came after him on social media. And this is, this is what he said in the space that got everybody all riled up. Yeah. And we not going to stop. You know, this the hip hop is young. We still we still growing and we're not falling for that technology, whatever, you know, this public puts out there, 
now that you know before it was the American dream. Pull yourself out of bootstraps and you can make yourself you can make it in America. All these these lies that America told us our whole life. Um and then when we start getting it, they try to lock us out of it. They start inventing words like, you know, capitalists and, you know, things like that. I mean, you know, we've been called nigger and monkeys and shit. I don't care. I don't, those words y'all come up with, y'all got to come up with stronger words. When I say y'all, I'm not talking about you. The words they come up with, they got to come up with stronger words. We're not going to stop. We're not going to be tricked out of our position. Y'all locked us out. Y'all created a system that, you know, doesn't include us. We said, fine, we went our alternate route. We created this music. We did our thing. You know, we hustled. We fucking killed ourselves to get to this space. And, you know, now it's like, you know, you know, eat the rich and think, man, we're not stopping. So that evolution is, you know, from us, you know, we came from selling seven records and selling uh, records out our trunk and, you know, no radio play. And I think reasonable doubt that, 36,000 the first week or some something like that. I mean, I may be I may be uh adding a little to it. You know, so you know, we come from the I come from Marcy Projects. In my first house 615 Lexington Avenue, my m- grandmother's house, seven families live like she has seven kids. Uh my mother and you know, my parents and siblings lived in that house. My aunt Nisi lived in that house. Hootie lived in that house. Butchie lived in the basement. I mean, this is one house. I went back to that house. I did an interview with Oprah, and, and, and I couldn't believe how small this house was, that all of us lived in that house. So, again, that evolution that you speak of, it's just real, and it's happening in real time, and I'm talking about it. And, um, you know, I'm, we're not going to stop, and we're not going to stop talking about it. You're not going to trick us out of and make us feel the shame to be successful in a place that, you know, um, set up a system for us to be dead at 21. Um. So, yeah, that, that's basically the gist of it. And, you know, Twitter is full of, um, I guess, what people who would call themselves kind of communist or socialist uh, people who, of course, took exception. And it, not just them. It was the the sentiment, because it, it kind of sounds like in the beginning of the soundbite that he's saying capitalist is the new word for nigger or monkey or something like that. He's comparing the two. Yeah. Which really confused a lot of people and um, made, and people thought that really sounded silly. And basically comrade Twitter is, is against <laughs> what Jay-Z is saying here. Um, and and I, personally, I didn't think it was too bad, but I just think he expressed himself really poorly in terms of because I don't think anybody's really mad at Jay-Z for having money. Yeah. I just don't know what he was even talking about here. That's what really confused me. I always felt personally that when people say eat the rich, they're talking about like Warren Buffett. Yeah. You know, like billionaire billionaires. Jay-Z is like a billionaire, but he's like a Forbes billionaire. Yeah. You know, he don't control like the world like some of these billionaires do. Yeah. So, and I just, I, it just kind of came off as kind of whiny, like, oh, they hate me because I'm rich now. They hate me because I'm successful now. But we got out the mud, and good for him for getting out the mud. But it was just it, the way he expressed it was kind of weird. So I got it, but I also felt like people were making a big deal out of it for no reason. What do you think, Biggie Man? Do you think Jay is out of line here, or do you think 
people are just being too sensitive and and hating on the uh, on Hove for no reason. I think, man, I think, I think he shouldn't give a shit to be honest. Like, why is he worried about what people saying on on the internet? Like, it's not like it's you know, it's the conversation is in the air, and you know he's so out of touch where he he have to address it. Like people say, like you could you could literally search on the internet right now and find somebody that disagree with it. Like no matter what it is, you, you know you could like it don't, it don't have to be politics. It could be anything. It could be the most feel good story, and you'll find somebody that that disagree with it, man. So I just think Jay Z, like I don't know if he's on there or his team is just showing them shit, but like who? Like he he out of all people should not give a shit about people feeling like he too rich or he out of touch or whatever the comment was. Like I think he shouldn't care. And for the people that, you know, that do actually that's making this comment a big deal, I think um like I think that's that's one of the reasons why he shouldn't care. He like people always gonna have something to say, man. People like no matter what it is, and I'm learning this, you know, in my personal life, man. Like, like people know who I am, and no matter what I say, I could say, I could say crawfish is the best food in the world. People gonna, you know, somebody gonna disagree with it, man. Everybody ain't gonna agree with it. I could say Houston. I could tweet Houston is the best city in the world. Somebody gonna disagree with it. Like everybody ain't gonna agree with it and support what you do. So, um, like, it's just like I don't know if it's just people on the internet just just looking to disagree with you, or looking to complain about something because sometimes it could be something that's really good, and people just look for a reason to hate on it. So you know, like he can't to me that just the one thing that bothers that kind of bothers me about Jay Z a little bit. Like I'm glad he he's not constantly on the internet like Freddie Gibbs. But I just hate that he tried to chime chime in a little bit to what people talking about on the internet because sometimes like we me and you talk about it often how we got to separate the internet from the weird from from the real world mm-hmm. like sometimes like people just be talking out of their ass people is is raw in there they vulgar they you know some people just be saying stupid shit just to get retweets and reaction to it. So I just don't understand why he kind of going with the narrative a little bit and trying to, you know, make it sound like, he, you know, pretty much whining about it. It's like, man, like, who is out here actually saying this? <laughs> like, I know we talk about it a little bit with the verses saying how, you know, you know, he ain't the same Jay-Z. Of course he ain't the same Jay-Z. Like, he, he this ain't 1996 Jay-Z or 2001 Jay-Z where he was fucking hungry and killing shit. Like, this dude is uh, damn near a billionaire now. And, you know, so, of course, he ain't going to be rapping about the same shit. His raps ain't his raps ain't going to be like it was on the Blueprint or on Reasonable Doubt or whatever. But um, I just, like, I just hate, I, I just wish he kind of do, I, I, I just wish he just blank that shit out and just move on, man, like. Like who give a fuck about like he out of all people should not give a fuck about these comments on Twitter and social media. 
Like this shouldn't even be a topic. It'd be one, like I said, it'd be one thing if this was, you know, going around everywhere mm-hmm. where he couldn't escape it. But it's it's literally like you can find this shit on Twitter, and like th- that means is you know that's the real that's that's how people really feel. Like people be talking down to their ass on Twitter. So um, that's you know that's not the source. Like. So I I just don't understand why he do that, but to the people that's complaining about it, it like I don't know, man. It just like it to me. I I kind of get why they complaining because it's it sounds like a rich nigga complaining about some bullshit. But I I guess at the end of it all, man, like it like do it really matter, man? He don't he, like I don't think he care about the rap music anyway. Like he focused on more shit. He doing features for free. <laughs> I don't think he putting an album out anytime soon. So I, I wouldn't be I I wouldn't waste my energy <laughs> on this comment. Yeah, and I've always kind of said, uh, like Jay Z. I think he's a smart guy. Definitely. I mean, he the way he came up, he explained it perfectly. Coming from Marcy to being as successful as he is. I think he's very smart, but I feel like he doesn't always express himself well in a live interview. And there's been a, a few cases where he's just said some shit that sounded really goofy. Um, one thing comes to mind is when, you know, he talked he years ago, he talked about people critiquing him for not doing enough in social activism. And he basically said, or people actually he was talking about people who said that Obama didn't do enough for black people. And he said, um, well, Obama's presence is him being black is enough. And then Jay-Z went further to say that my presence is charity. Just me being a rich black man is charity for underprivileged people because I'm showing you you can make it. And it's like, nah, it really isn't, Jay. Just you being the one rich black nigga out there is not enough for people who are suffering. But I understood what he was trying to say. I understand what he's trying to say here. I yeah. think he's kind of mixing two things together and, and, and he it just kind of came out wrong because there's definitely people there. There is a small minority of people who are a hundred percent communist. They think there should be no billionaires. There should be no rich people. We should have be more equal and people should have their basic, all their needs met free of charge. You know, like no name. The rapper is one of these people too. You know, yeah. she she believes this as well. And she's critiqued Jay-Z and Beyonce and stuff um, as well. So there's people out there, but they're an extreme minority. The main criticism Jay-Z gets is when he does things that are controversial, like working with the NFL while they're being sued by Colin Kaepernick and all this stuff about raci- racism and blackballing Colin Kaepernick was going on and clearly they brought Rock Nation into blacking it up and it, we knew what it was that's why we called it out because it just seemed at that time when the NFL was getting torn apart for the Colin Kaepernick shit and the kneeling shit and the response to it they bring in Jay-Z and Rock Nation and yeah. then Jay-Z gets up there and says we're past kneeling so yeah. another time where he got live mic and yeah. he, he got caught up and said some silly shit. So it's that. 
It's uh, him going at Harry Belafonte. It's him and that whole Barney stop and frisk shit that went down. It's specific things he's involved in that are controversial, that are the problem. It's not just him being a rich, successful black man. Yeah. I think most of us are happy that Jay-Z got it out the mud like he did. You know, we're happy he put his people on. We're happy he does what he does in the community. I mean, Bitcoin and Marcy Projects ain't really the way like he was trying to do recently. Another thing, see, it's things like that that people critique. You know, it's the actual actions that he takes and things he says. It's not just him being rich that people are mad at. But it seems like he thinks, oh, they just hate me because I'm rich and successful and I'm a billionaire. And now they want to eat the rich. We're not talking about Jay-Z when people say eat the rich, man. Yeah. I think most nobody's thinking about Jay-Z's of the world or the P. Diddy's of the world when they say eat the rich, no billionaires, you know? Yeah. I don't even think, uh, to be honest, man, like outside of no name, I I haven't really heard a lot of people say that when it comes to, you know, the P. Diddy's, the Jay-Z's, the, you know, the, um, you know, those type of million or billionaires. But I think it's more about reading the room, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't tell people that, you know, you know, we did the kneeling. That's cool. Let's move past that. You can't you can't say it and at, at that time, man. Because people like Cap still ain't got no job. And, you know, it's still shit going down in 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 the USA. So it just sounds wild, and then and then it's not like he's he you know he coming up with a different solution to you know yeah. he 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 in bed with the part with the NFL, so he can do a Rock the Nation whole show photo shoot shaking Roger Goodell hand man yeah was, so he's tr- crazy yeah so he's trying to pretty much put on a Rock Nation halftime show, mm-hmm. which is you know I mean the last one wasn't bad, you know I'm not complaining but you know. I, Outside of the entertainment part, how do we benefit from that? Yeah. How do Kaepernick benef- benefit from that? So that I guess that's the part that, you know, where I can see where people might feel like he out of touch a little bit because, you know, he, you know, he making more for his business and his brand. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's not like, hey, let's chill out on the kneeling. But let's, you know, let's go out to the front and, you know, make a bigger difference or something like that. Like he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get people back on board or whatever the case may be, because he's trying to get a halftime show going. So he's trying to do a Rock Nation slash NFL partnership. No, it's true. Um, Drunk says, I honestly feel like people like Jay-Z are so removed from the real world that they forgot how to read the room. Yeah, I think so. Um, like, look, he's been rich for so long now, man. Like, he, he's been up there. He's been so, I mean, he talks about Marcy Projects, but that was like 30, 40 years ago now, man. So I think he's very out of touch, but he, I mean, I, he, he, I think his intentions are good. I'll say that much. I do think Jay-Z has good intentions, but I think he also just wants to be loved by everybody. And he's he's got to realize that ain't gonna happen. That reminds me of that cringy era around like the monster verse, yeah. where he said everybody want to know what my Achilles heel is. Love, I don't get enough of it. 
Like, yeah. what the fuck? And, and that Why I Love You song off of uh, Watch the Throne, you could tell it just bothers him that some people just don't like him and yeah. don't like what he does. And look, that that's just life, man. Yeah, You, you reach a level of success, but some people aren't going to like you. People can critique what you do and what you say. And yeah. that's not having nothing to do with you being the guy yeah. who got out the mud. That's good for that's you just, you got out the mud. Yeah, but that's just the territory, you, man. man. That's that's just the territory. And like when you get to that point in life, you're gonna hear a lot of shit about you. Mm-hmm. Like I like I seen a lot of people talking shit about the girl um, Glorilla. Yeah, you know what I mean, like people like I seen somebody tweet. I forgot what they said, but like she just getting un. Wanted hate, man. It's just like, damn, like this girl is, you know, this girl, this ain't like a Cardi B blow up or anything mm-hmm. like this. This girl was literally in the hood and her song took off. And, you know, you know, her song was, the song was dope. You know, you had people on her side. Now you got, you know, she, she got to that status already where people just talking shit about her. It's just like, why are you talking? Sh- like, why do you have to say something bad about her? <laughs> Like she didn't even like she didn't even do anything. She didn't even get to a point where she started acting funny or, you know, she got out of touch or anything. Like I I just think, you know, to me, you know, seeing how Jay-Z been in this game for so long, that shit should not affect him, man. Like, I ain't saying I don't want to say it shouldn't affect him, but he shouldn't be responding to that shit, man. I don't know if it's maybe maybe he just don't have nothing else to rap about, so he tried to rap about that kind of that Jordan factor where he tried to make up some shit, <laughs> like the the piece of man tried to poison him or something. So mm-hmm. he tried he tried to or somebody was talking shit about him, so that had to motivate him or something. Maybe maybe it's that, but somebody like Jay Z, like he, he should be tuned out of what. Niggas is saying on Twitter, man. Hey, it, to me, that's just wild. Like, do do Warren Buffett still be offended about what people saying about him on Twitter? You <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Like, do all of these, you know, billionaires and millionaires be get so offended about what people have to say? Like, especially at his age. I, like, I understand somebody like LeBron age because mm-hmm. they kind of grew up in that social media era. But Jay-Z in his 50s. And he don't be on, or uh, he, he he not that active on social media. So I just don't understand why, you know, that shit bother him so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, everybody wants to be liked. I think that's a common human emotion. Nobody, nobody wants to be hated, especially when you think you're doing something good and you get blowback for it. Yeah. That and that's That's a bad feeling, no matter who you are. So I understand it in some ways, but... I do think like it comes across as being a little overly sensitive in what he was saying in that clip. Junk says, do you think he gets jealous of the love Beyonce gets because she pretty much never gets hate? Um, yeah. I mean, to an extent, I feel like he might be jealous that a lot of Beyonce fans don't like him, but that kind of stems from the whole cheating thing. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he don't like being uh, accused of being a groomer because (laughs) He dated Beyonce when she was very young. Yeah. And sometimes that comes up on Twitter. The yeah. fact that it, it kind of comes across as creepy. The yeah. fact that he got her when she was so young. So, I mean, there's that. I'm sure you don't like that. 
And and yeah, man, but pop and rap are just different. You know, yeah. pop stars, everybody just wants to stand them and love you no matter what you do. Yeah. But rap, especially if you're a male rapper, like it's just different, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Jay-Z got to chill, man. I'm glad he's talking to people. I'm glad he's getting a little more out there. Um, but the, his complaints were just kind of silly in that clip. Yeah. You know? It, the, the eat the rich thing is it nobody's talking about jay-z when they say that shit it's more of the things he's doing and people like he could have talked about the bitcoin thing he could have explained that maybe he did i don't listen to the whole thing but explain why you think cryptocurrency is going to help especially when it's crashing like it is why <laughs> you think that's going to help marcy projects people yeah. you know explain that don't mm-hmm. explain don't talk about oh we just hate you because you rich now like, yeah. Come on, man. I just and then too, I think the other thing is like the the other shit the, the other shit he rapped about, like you know the money phone thing, and like, it seemed like he kind of the old man on the porch yeah. picking on the young yeah. crowd, uh, you know the shit they doing, and that's always gonna rub people the wrong way. I don't care who, yeah. you, like when you start talking about um, you know when it, let's say you rap about. Uh, niggas smoking weed or something more, you know, something like that. That's always gonna rub. That's gonna rub people the wrong way, because yeah. it's like who is who the fuck is this millionaire think he is? <laughs> like, um, pissed because we partying. You know what I mean? So, like little shit like that. Trying to, because that that kind of come across like you better than everybody that do that, especially if you pointing out <laughs> what everybody do. Like putting the phone, the money up to your ear. Everybody was doing that, so you pretty much saying, you know, that's some corny shit <laughs> y'all doing. So that's gonna rub people the wrong way a little bit. Yeah. So I think uh, I think if you want to take away the hate, man, try to try to embrace it a little bit. I don't know how he could embrace it, but maybe just not talk about it, not talk about it in a negative way or something. Yeah, I mean, I think the best way is not to write off potentially valid criticism as oh you just don't like me you call me a capitalist now because i'm rich you yeah. don't like me because i have money and, and before you didn't want me to have money period now you hate me because i have money like don't write off as something so simple as that yeah i think if you talked about it more honestly and openly and admit some mistakes he made in the past that'll be fine but the fact that he's just kind of combining it all into just they hate me because I'm rich and they call me a capitalist. It's kind of silly. And yeah, he did this auto tune, and that was like the end of Jay Z being relevant and ending trends yeah. because that shit came back stronger than ever. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's never gonna go the, away. The only the so. only thing that ended was fucking T Pain's career. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing. Everybody Wayne kept doing it. <laughs> yep. And it, it kept moving. It just fucked up T Pain a little bit. Yeah. But um. Oh. Yeah, I just, man, I just think he shouldn't, I guess he, like, as a, I guess when you get to that, that certain point of life where you that rich, like, you, I think, I think the right answer he should have said was, hey, I'm not going to make everybody happy. <laughs> like, everybody ain't going to agree with what I do. But, it, and like, no, it shouldn't be a thing where people, you know, he, he think people don't like, don't want them to be rich. I think you get to a point, man. When you get to a point, you're going to have people that just hate your music 
and people that just uh, you know gonna love it no matter what. We we seen it with people like Meg the Stallion, where everybody was on her side at one point. Yeah. And then when she blew up, then people can't stand her for for whatever reason. And just no matter what she do, people gonna complain about it. I seen people complaining about her album, saying that she talk about the same shit. <laughs> Well, I'm like clearly you ain't listened to the album. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so clearly you just got something against her. So but you gonna get to a point and that's mad to style. She ain't even nowhere near Jay Z status. Mm-hmm. So I think I think he just need to get to a point where he realize he, he ain't gonna please everybody. And that's fine. <laughs> you just you know, you got to that status where, you know, everything you know, everything he do, people probably gonna shit on. And then, but you gonna have the other side that people gonna love what he do. So I think he, I think he got to look at it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure he'll he'll get over it. He he got plenty of money to cry himself to sleep with. So I think yeah. he'll be good. No, we never gonna get on that damn Rock Nation. We're never know, gonna get man. on title. I've given it up. Yeah, we me ain't too. going to the fucking Rock Nation brunch. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah. So, um, oh, so, breaking news, by the way. Serena has now lost in the yeah. U.S. Open. Yep. So that is it for her career. Yep. Um, she is done. Um, We're going to talk about that Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> on She-Hulk in a little bit, John. Because, yeah, that, that, I, yeah that, that, that's something else entirely. We're going to yeah. talk about that a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Serena has lost at the U.S. Open. I can't even find the name of the lady she lost to because nobody's um, posted. It was Nobody a, cares. It was uh, – I think her name is – uh, Asia Tom Janovich or something like that. Oh, okay. Asia Rudy's Tom. daughter or something. Okay. No, I, I think it's spelled a little it's different. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody was posting her name. Nobody was saying, "Oh, somebody beat so and so beat Serena." It's just Serena is done. What yeah. a career! Uh, best tennis player of all time, and she deserves it to be fair. But only yeah. at least probably the lady who beat her, you know. But whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. it was a white lady, so I don't really care that much. Yeah, but, she was um, she was the forty six ranked player. Oh, so mm, she and mm, I was look I was looking at the score. So in the third set, she kind of got smoked a little bit, six uh, oh, one. No. <laughs> so you know what's, what? I'm I'm sure. Uh, look, if you a woman on the on the uh, a female tennis player who's like up there and playing in tournaments, I'm sure you're really happy that Serena Williams is gone now. Not that she was beating you. It's just that nobody was ever happy when you beat her, Yeah, it seemed like. So even with this girl, like nobody was talking about her performance. It was just all about Serena. And I get it because it's yeah. Serena, the greatest yeah. player of all time. But like th- this lady got no props on yeah. social media for playing well against Serena Williams, the GOAT. Yeah. So and I'm and actually, that's kind of And I'm actually familiar with this lady, too. So uh, I watched her a couple matches before, and I posted this clip. I think I retweeted it. If you follow me on the on Twitter at the Figgy Fig, uh, so she actually got into it with somebody she was playing, and uh, I guess the girl was like taking her good old time, and she was complaining how she had an injury, so that was kind of stalling the match a little bit. So she kind of got into it with the girl. It was, it was kind of hilarious. So, um, so the girl, I think she's actually from, um, I forgot what race she is because she's not like white, white. She's not like mm. American white, but she, I think I want to say she's from Australia, but, um, and she's dating another tennis player. Uh, I think they still dating, but, uh, 
uh, Matteo uh, Berrettini, um, who's from Italia. But um, he, um, she, yeah, she she actually got into it <laughs> with the girl and um, talking about how the girl was, you know, how she how she started complaining about her injury and they've been playing for so long and it was kind of hilarious. But, um, yeah, anyway, that was something totally different. But anyway... <laughs> She was actually all right, man. <laughs> like she was, she was ranked forty six. I I thought Serena was gonna get her since she beat mm-hmm. the you know number two uh, player uh, yeah. a couple nights ago. But I think to me, I, I th- the age play a factor, man. Because that third set, I think Serena could have won two sets. Mm-hmm. But that third set, you could tell she was tired. Like I didn't even see the match because we was doing the podcast, but. Um, Serena only went in one, <laughs> one game in that six in 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 the last set. Like that's, you could tell that was she. She probably was just tired. Yeah, yeah. Look, she. I mean, she got a lot of miles on them legs, man. Uh, I feel like she came in pretty heavy too, and she's forty years old. So yeah, these 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 girls are are in different level at this point, man. So. Yeah. They gonna match that cardio out forty. See again, is why niggas don't need to be fighting at no forty years old. Your yeah, cardio man. ain't the same. Even if you're a professional athlete, your cardio ain't gonna she, keep up with these little kids, man. It's not yeah. gonna work. And and to be honest, she probably in the top notch shape. To be honest, for her age, yeah. like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, compared she, to the average yeah. person, yeah, yeah she. Ain't, I don't think she's sitting around eating Twinkies or nothing. Mm-hmm. So um. I think she in top notch shape for for her age. She's forty years old, 39, 40 years old. But these girls out here, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Yeah. You you ain't gonna outrace them. You ain't gonna outlast them in a uh, yeah <laughs> in a cardiovascular in the, contest. In the tennis world, you old when you hit thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, salute to Serena for doing it at forty. Like for her to even hang in there, because yeah. shit, Venus still playing. She, you know, she's still uh, pretty active. She ain't retired no sign. Uh, she ain't retired at all. Yeah. And she ain't even get this far. So, um, salute to Serena for even getting this far at the age of forty. You know, it's kind of sad. Nobody's gonna really care like that when Venus retires. She's not gonna get the Serena. Nah. She's and not I, gonna get the Serena yeah, goodbye tour. Yeah. And I think she should, man. She was. Yeah. She was killing it early on, man. Mm-hmm. She she was killing it early on, and. I felt like people don't really respect her like that anyway. I guess maybe Serena was just so – I mean, and she is so great. Shit, she got 23 grand slams or whatever, but – Yeah. But um, Venus wasn't no hoe. <laughs> she was doing her thing too, man. It was once upon a time Serena couldn't beat her. Mm-hmm. So I think she needs a little more respect. <laughs> no, she does, but she, did, she wasn't the – it seems like she didn't – Either she didn't get it or she didn't want it, but she didn't get the level of fame that Serena got outside of tennis. Yeah, like she didn't do the com- she don't do the commercials. The, she didn't get the advertising, the, the spot, the, the all, all the yeah. stuff that the, Serena got. The crazy part, the crazy part about it. So they played the doubles yesterday uh, mm-hmm. on on Thursday, and um, so like I know like Serena probably got a lifetime contract with Nike, so yeah. she ain't going nowhere. But Venus, I don't think Venus have a uh, some type of deal with Nike at all. No, oh, wow. I thought that's insane. I I thought that was crazy because like 
you could kind of look at tennis players to see who they're endorsed by. Because mm-hmm. you, you see a lot of people like uh, Novak Djokovic, who's, you know, rocking the lacrosse. You see other people rocking Reebok. You see other people rocking Adidas. Uh, I don't know what the hell uh, Venus was was rocking. But uh, clearly she's not with Nike. So I thought that was a little. I thought that was a little strange. I, I man, if I was part of Nike, I would have had, I would have had her on Nike. I feel like she, mm-hmm. I feel like she earned enough where she can, you know, be represented on Nike. But I don't. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean Serena did surpass her, so it's tough to market somebody as being like the second best. Yeah, but I mean she does. I think she does deserve more respect. Junk says, I feel like Venus didn't have the personality. That's why she never got that love. Yeah, plus she never dated rappers. So there's yeah. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, we'll she she just stayed in the house. She wasn't all in the clubs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, nah. She was just about playing tennis and going home and doing whatever she did. But yeah. So yeah. um, oh, Junk also says, I'm off the Naomi Osaka bandwagon. She fried up. Yeah, she's cooked, man. She yeah. lost the first round at the U.S. Open. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, it, it's it, it might be a wrap I'm, for her, and it, it sucks because she's so young, man. But yeah, but in tennis, you burn out quick. I think. Yeah, she I think, out. and too, and when you look at, I think, I think we kind of get spoiled by Serena Williams mm-hmm. because how long she's been so dominant. But if you look around the board. Like a lot of women won like that Grand Slam or won that championship, but never went back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a lot of one and dones. So like right now, like I can't even name anybody that's probably gonna be super dominant <laughs> for the years to come, because it's 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 really a crapshoot, man. Like with the men's, you can see you know Novak Djokovic, the Joker, uh, Rafael Nadal. And um, probably a couple other people, but those are the main two that's probably gonna be in it, for, um, you know, for years to come type thing. And um, but with the women, man, it's it's a it's a crapshoot, man. Like one moment I'm like, damn, this this girl gonna be around for a long time, but then they drop off the face of the earth, and then somebody else come in. It's just it's just all over the place. It's not like the NBA where the war is either the Warriors or the Cavs. It's man, it's it's all over the place, man. Like if you was betting on tennis, <laughs> don't bet on women's tennis. Look, Coco's our last hope, man. She's still in the U.S. Open. Um, she it looks like she's playing pretty well. I mean, if it's not her, I don't know who else it could be at this point. I, I think Coco. Um, I think Coco can be a star for sure. Mm-hmm. I think she the one that um, could definitely get the commercials. I think she can get um, – I think she got the personality, to be honest. But um, I don't know – I don't think anybody can be Serena Williams where yeah. they just dominate year after year after year after year. People, man, <laughs> people damn near feared Serena. Mm-hmm. Like, it was <laughs> – like she when she was on, she was on. I just don't see that with I don't see that with Coco. I think she can win one. I think she she could probably win a few. But I don't think I don't ever see anybody being that dominant in um in women's tennis. Yeah. I mean, plus that's the game evolving as well. Same same effect that Tiger had. 
Nobody's yeah. going to be Tiger again. Yeah. The game evolved and it's partially because of them that it evolved, you know. People started training like Serena. People started training like Tiger. Mm-hmm. And now you ain't going to be able to just run through the field like you used to. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that's just how it is, man. Um, and drunk, yeah, part of the appeal of Serena was she was fine as hell, had the cake. So <laughs> that did play into it. That iconic image that was in every nigga barbershop <laughs> with that tight ass <laughs> leather uh, short shorts she had on riding yeah. up her ass. Yeah. Classic picture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she got to do more, but hopefully she gets there, man. But yeah, I, I agree. There, there will never be another Serena. Yeah. In yeah. tennis, period. It's, that was just a moment in time yeah. that we're not going to get back. It's crazy so. because uh, I was talking to somebody about uh, Maria Sharapova. I know we this is the longest we ever talked about damn tennis. Oh, but yeah. uh, Maria Sharapova, and my first thought was, ah, her career was kind of washed a little bit. But then I thought about it. I'm like, like taking Serena out <laughs> out the mix. Mm-hmm. She had a, uh, I, I would say. I would say she had a pretty good career, man. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she was really good. But we kind of look at Serena and then look at somebody else. And it's like, mm-hmm. nah, this like that person was awful. But you got Serena was she was really the superhero, man. That's some something you'll never see again. Yeah. Or, or not in not in our lifetime. But um, yeah, I t- the the only thing I'm, you know, I I love Serena, don't get me wrong. The only thing I kind of wish, man, she to me, you know, she got out whenever she wanted to, you know, dating the rappers and stuff like that. But I felt like she still was kind of, I guess it, she she was still playing in the, I, I guess playing up to the white sport. I guess it wasn't nobody. It, I felt like a lot of black people did watch tennis after that, but it it seemed like it didn't really move the sport a little bit. It, it was it's to me it still seemed like it's a white sport. It wasn't a thing where more black tennis players wanted to come out and play. It seemed like she still kind of played the game a little bit where mm-hmm. she didn't take it to the next level. She didn't, you know, lack of a better word, she didn't bring it hip hop. I guess. Yeah. You know, maybe that, and you know, maybe that's not her personality at all. So you know, I can't fault her for that, but you know. I, I'm I'm still waiting for that black dude to enter tennis and just make it just make it um hip hop, I guess. Like just be super cool. Because if you look at Nick Kyrios, this dude is so fucking entertaining. Mm-hmm. But he a dude from Australia. And so, you know, you know, like I said, I, I always tell people, man, tennis if t- tennis had more players like that, it would be so fucking entertaining to watch. I just think if it was a black person that was like Nick Kyrgios, I think people would fuck with tennis more. <laughs> if you had people high-fiving people in a crowd and talking shit and, you know, just having fun like that, it would be, I think uh, I think we we as black folks would enjoy it way more. But uh, I feel like Serena really wasn't like that. <laughs> you know, well, she, she did the sea walk that one time, so there's that. Yeah, I mean that's all there is. But yeah, <laughs> that was it. And man. it was a struggle. Sea walk too. It was awful. Yeah, and that was but it. Hey. I think, but I do think Coco could possibly be that. I don't know how good she gonna be, but I think she could possibly be that. That that one that's kind of bringing the hip hop to the court a little bit. And I don't know what that means. I'm not saying she got to sit there and sea walk or something like that. But 
just being a black woman that's, you know, that's that's us, that we can identify as us doing stuff we like to do, but play tennis and kind of yeah. draw us in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Nina, Nina Shakari Richardson, maybe. You know, somebody who just talk a lot of shit, but back it up. And speaking of which, shout out to Shakari. She won a race uh, against Elaine Thompson. Who was the fastest, fastest girl? Out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was quiet. It too. was quiet when she won. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't hear nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, we got to prop her up when she wins, man. People got to chill with that. So, yeah, congratulations mm-hmm. to her. But yeah, we'll see where it goes from here, man. But shout out to Serena Williams, great career, best female tennis player of all time, clearly. Mm-hmm. And hope she enjoys retirement. Um, I'm sure she'll. We'll, I definitely have not seen the last of her. We'll probably see a lot more of her now since nobody watches tennis. So yeah. we'll see a lot of her I in can, her fucking TV <laughs> shows and commercials and movies and whatever else she wants to do. So yeah, I could probably yeah, watch tennis in peace now. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely can, man. You definitely can. Uh, so we'll see how things go. Um. Other things that happened this oh, week. Oh, real quick, just an update on the uh, Trey Zero thing. I tried to get DJ Hollygrove on, and uh, I, I was like, "Hey, bro, I, I show, you, I, I tell you what, uh, we was texting back and forth." <laughs> I'm like, "What up, bro?" He said, "What up, brother?" I said, "Yo, what you doing now, right now? We pie, and we want to, uh, we want you to hop on real quick. If you ain't busy, it won't be long." He mm-hmm. said, if it's about train row, I can't speak on it. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a low-key confirmation that that was DJ Hollygrove's video, <laughs> I feel. So yeah, that 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 we can't that that pretty much confirmed what I what I had heard. Yeah. That that was the that was his video that went viral first. So yeah. Yeah, but he's a DJ. He got to keep these connections. I'm sure he's yeah. cool with both their camps, I'm a, so I I'm, understand. I'm going to have to talk to him off the record to see what's oh, going yeah. on. <laughs> we got we to do an off-the-record interrogation. Yeah. But, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we got we yeah. to dig deep, man. We got to dig deep. But Yeah. So, um, what else happened this week? Um, oh, yeah, talk about this real quick. Have you been keeping up with this debate about Latinos and hip-hop? Because I haven't. I kind of came in late on it because I seen a few people talking about it and I didn't know what was going on. But then one day I seen Fat Joe was trending. So I'm thinking like, damn, what the fuck he do? Apparently, so this was the wildest shit I ever seen, man, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So um, he was trending. And it, it was two things I kept seeing pop up. The one thing I kept seeing was, uh, I guess a teacher apparently, um, I guess a teacher apparently got fired or something, or they wanted the teacher fired because of her curves or some shit. Because it was, oh, yeah. it was, one, so, it was like that, a, that, number one. Can we talk about that real quick? That yeah. picture was fucking photoshopped, man. <laughs> like, what is wrong with people? They don't understand that that was clearly a photoshopped ass picture. Come on, but I digress. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So. Um, so I guess he said something like, hey, I th- I th- he was pretty much pro the lady, obviously. Mm-hmm. He said something like she shouldn't u- lose her job or something like that. This is Fat Joe, right? Yeah, Fat Joe. He made okay. he made some comment about it, which okay. it was like, yeah, Fat Joe, that was good what you said or did or something like that. 
And then the other one was we need to get the we need to get Fat Joe the fuck out of here. Because he, you know, he a Latino, he say nigga. Um he he he, he um pretty much fucking up our culture that we built. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> that so you got Fat Joe trending because, you know, one nice thing he said, and then the total opposite of him people saying he, he need to get the fuck out of here. So I was totally confused, and then I did a little deep, um, more digging, and um, I guess apparently BT they aired some type of special or documentary or something about, um, I guess Latinos in hip hop. So um, for some reason, um, the debate sparked up about, um, I guess Latinos really didn't do anything. Um, they they didn't really start it. African Americans started. Oh shit! What the fuck? Uh oh. Oh, my battery, battery going low. But um, I'm gonna keep talking. But yeah, apparently, um, I guess Latinos did something. Um, d- didn't really do much in hip hop, and it was us. It was just black folks. So I don't like that. I'm like that was one of the weirdest fucking <laughs> um, debates I ever seen in my life, man. Because I don't know if you know that, like the true story of how hip hop started or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was always I I was always told it was black folks and Latino folks, uh, in 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 the Bronx, in in Brooklyn or whatever in New York. And um, it seemed like a lot of people trying to say, you know, oh, no, hip-hop, uh, the African-American started that over the Latino. It's like a war on, it's like black folks versus Latino folks now. Mm-hmm. And that was that was one of the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Uh... I know Angie Martinez and him had a discussion too. Everybody's and Spike Lee also came in and said, "Yeah, Black and Latino people created hip hop." Um, I didn't know if he was trying to say Latino people created hip hop. Period. But people always go at Fat Joe for whatever. Like <laughs> people, I think people keep realizing that he's a Latino dude who said "nigga" a lot. Yeah, and that bothers some people. So. Yeah. They're looking back and like, how was that allowed and all this shit and all that stuff. And it's like, that's a whole separate debate. I don't want to yeah. get that bullshit again. Yeah. But I mean, even looking back at like the earliest hip hop stuff we have, like the movie Wild Style, that had a Latino lead in it. He was the main character, the graffiti artist. So I don't see how you can say they didn't have a part in the genesis of hip hop. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they did. I mean, I don't, I don't, they were, to to me, they were all in the same pot. Exactly. (laughs) It wasn't like it was, you're not saying a white person had responsibility for, like, to me, it was all blacks and, you know, Hispanics in the hood. And they all was into that type of shit. I just don't, Mm -hmm. look, I don't know. I I probably won't even post this clip on social media because I don't want (laughs) us to get destroyed. (laughs) But for some reason, it was, it was like the black power crowd was like, oh, like, oh, we started this type thing. It's like, man, like both of you. Like, I know right now um, a lot of Hispanics and blacks, you know, they don't really mix that much, especially mm-hmm. depending on where you at in the world. But 
Like they were in the same situation during that time when hip hop was created. <laughs> so I, that's that's the one part I don't really understand. Yeah, I don't know, man. So I like I get how there's black people who want to gatekeep our culture or what we see as our culture the way other people do and other races do. Like black people can't claim some Latino shit unless you have that descendant or you're mixed with that. But in general, I guess we feel like we, there are certain things where we're just kept out of. Yeah. And people want to have that same power for hip hop Mm -hmm. and of the things we consider our culture, because like culturally black people in America are just, it's a strange situation, man, because we were brought from Africa originally but we're yeah. so far removed from that. We can't claim that as our culture. Yeah. You know, we're Americans. Yeah. And so, but how do you, uh, we, we assume American culture is white culture, you know? So we're, we're just looking for things to claim our, as our own. And I get it. But if you're talking about the genesis of hip hop, it's got to be multicultural, you know, I wasn't around in 1973 in the fucking cool Herc party, the first <laughs> hip hop party ever where everybody apparently was there and yeah. every got a every old rapper got a story about the cool Herc party. I don't know who was all there, but I would assume it wasn't just black people. Yeah. So, and that was like the be- official beginning of hip hop according to some people. Mm-hmm. So, like look, it, it was a mixture <laughs> of people, man. And, and yeah. white people were there too. So, I understand we want to have a and hip hop is black culture. Let's, let's listen. It to is. That. It is black yeah. culture. It is a black art form. The biggest rappers have always been black, but Fat Joe was very, very well respected in all those circles at that yeah. time. He brought a lot. He brought a lot of the shit here to hip hop. Yeah, like a lot of shit is because of black. Uh, uh, I'll say black Joe. But a lot of shit, a lot of shit is because of Fat Joe, man. Yeah. So, like, I look, man, I, I like him saying nigga is that's a whole nother conversation. And yeah. I felt like the two paces out the tube at that point. Yeah. Like, it, it's it, also funny. His debut album had a song called uh, Another Wild Nigger from the Bronx. <laughs> And nigger is spelled with the E-R as well. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and that was on Fat Joe's first album released in 1993. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe people are mad about that still. I don't know. Yeah. Look, man, it, like the time to hold him responsible for it was during that time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's too late to be trying to go back, man. So mm-hmm. look, man, he, he did a lot. And I, I ain't gonna sit here and call him a culture vulture or nothing like that. Yeah. He he did a lot. He put a lot of people on. He put a lot of people in position. So I you know, look, I, I can't be mad at that. But to to go back forty years, thirty thirty years ago, because of you know, uh, him saying nigga, this is like, come on, man. Like like we should they should you need to talk to the old heads during that time. Yeah. And and they should have said something if it was that big of a deal. But apparently, like I said, man, like New York was totally different, man. They you know, it wasn't like a, a certain part of town where 
you know, it, it wasn't blacks and Hispanics totally separated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they were all together. So, apparently, they were all cool with it. <laughs> so, yeah. look, and look, man, a lot of people like to bring up how, you know, it's a lot of uh, racist Hispanics, and I, it, it, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. But maybe during that time, or in that area, it wasn't. Because it was all in the same area. So... It's people who don't go outside or people who don't have multicultural friends who think like that, because I actually was just talking about this. My homeboy came over and he's Peruvian. I know him for a while now. He's Peruvian, but he kind of gets confused with Mexican because we're in Texas, number one. And his last name is Lopez. Mm. So but like that, we were talking about that. And he was like, the one thing he loved about Houston is like Mexicans and black people are really together in this shit. You know, we really get along down here and we grow up around each other and we're cool like that. And it's not like that everywhere else. I know it's like that in New York, especially back in the day. It was like that. And it's like that here as well. And that's one thing he really liked about this. Like his best friends were all black. I always made fun for this because all his friends were black. (laughs) Like they were the most hood ass niggas too, by the way. (laughs) But like it's that some areas, especially in the South and some places up North, like we're all mixed together, man. Yeah, It's not like there's a section of the projects that's just Mexican and a section of projects that's just black. Like we're all, or Puerto Rican or whatever. We're all in the same pot, man. So (laughs) yeah, it's, I don't know. I just, for this debate, like I understand what people are trying to do, but it's just annoying. Like Fat Joe has done a lot for the culture, man. You can't call him a vulture. He's been down since the beginning, really damn near the beginning of hip hop, period. He's been around the most legendary rappers of all time. He's worked with them, supported them. And I never saw him talk crazy about black people or anything or the culture at all. Mm -hmm. So I can't put that on him, man. I'm not even a Fat Joe fan like that, but I can't put that on him. Yeah. And then I think, shit, I think we way too far to be trying to sit here and say, Hip hop is ours. Yeah. Like we don't own shit. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Like all of these white folks own like it's like it's it's so far gone to the point we should look into something else mm-hmm. <laughs> and just start it ourselves and make sure like rock and roll, we gotta give it up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This ain't ours no more. Yeah. Like I mean, unless people just want the bragging rights to say we started it. Yeah. Like cool. <laughs> a cool story. Mm-hmm. But man, like we don't own shit, man. <laughs> the biggest selling rapper of all time is like white. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Hyde Worshipper says there are black Latinos and Hispanics. Yes, there are. It is. Yeah. There are. So yeah, it's all it's all a mix, man. So yeah, this yeah. debate did nothing for me. I didn't even check into it, so <laughs> I don't really care. Twitter just bored. Another bored yeah. week for Twitter. People just want to make shit out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> um. Now, I missed the the latest bout of Kanye on Instagram because they were all deleted by the time I checked on it. (laughs) Did you catch it? I know he said some things about Kim. I know he said some things about Adidas CEO. I didn't catch the rest. Did you catch this rant? And what was he talking about this time, man? I caught some of it. So apparently, um, I guess he he don't want his daughters to... Uh, I guess be around pornography. Yeah, I guess, which is okay. um, 
I guess I guess Kim and all this stuff modeling. So don't for, Google their mother, in other words. Pretty much. <laughs> so or don't follow her look, on IG. And look, I get I get people change, but you knew what you was doing when you got with her, man. And I I hate using that, but you knew you knew who Kim was when she got when you got with her. Like you knew exactly who she was, and now you don't want her to be who she is. <laughs> You don't want the kids to be around that now. So uh, he he that was just a couple of things he was talking about. Um, I guess he was uh, mentioning uh, what's her name, uh, Chris Jenner, and Chris Jenner. I guess she responded and said, "Like I'm 67 years old. I'm already stressed. <laughs> like I got a lot a lot of stuff on." She pretty. I'm paraphrasing, but she pretty much said something like that. And I'm like, like honestly, I have no idea why Kanye just started going in like this. Maybe it has something to do with the kids and, you know, maybe seeing the kids or something like that or what Kim got going on next. But I had no idea. It, it was, it's so hard. He was posting all this shit on Instagram, too. So it was so hard trying to follow what the fuck he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I had to piece everything together. He He's one of those weird cats that... Like, if he was to text you right now, you probably had to try to figure out what the fuck he talking about. Like, it was like what like what are you talking about? Like, this shit ain't making no sense. That's what it sounded like, or that's what yeah. it looked like. So, um, yeah, of course, it's deleted now, but um, that was kind of the, the main point of it. Okay, so typical Kanye shit, whatever. Yeah. I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> Once the new music coming, nigga, just fucking. <laughs> what happened to that fucking? That, what happened to Donda too, man? He did Who all that shit. Who the fuck knows, man? This is a weird era of music where shit's just being released and nobody can get it, so nobody even hears it. Yeah. We have Black Star Two, which on a streaming service nobody has. <laughs> we got Donda Two on some two hundred dollar bullshit nobody buy or bought, <laughs> and then we have uh the the. The Ice Cube and E Forty and Snoop Dogg uh, super group that put out an album in the metaverse that nobody has heard. <laughs> All this shit just being released and nobody can hear it because we're not buying to the bullshit they're trying to sell in order for us to hear it. So yeah. this is a weird era of music we're in right now, man. It is <laughs> crazy shit. So yeah, who even knows if Donna Two is good? I'm sure it's ass. Because if it was good, they would have put it out. Def Jam would have put it out on streaming. So yeah, yeah it's probably ass. It's been like a damn year. Oh, it, oh, that's when. Remember, it was supposed to be released February twenty second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, we ain't heard a peep from that shit since. And I don't think <laughs> I nobody one single. I ain't hear no. Man. I ain't hear nobody sitting there saying, "Hey, we need that Donda Two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't hear nobody say anything about it since. I never heard nobody. I ain't never seen nobody with that Kanye shit in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that MP3 player or whatever the fuck it is, man. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a weird era we're in, man. Yeah. Um, The baby canceled his show. He had a show at Smoothie King Arena in New Orleans. He canceled it after uh, some low ticket sales. I think only uh, it was, I forget the exact number, but something like that. 500. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Smoothie King Arena, which yeah. is so this would be like crazy. the Toyota Center. Yeah, their basketball arena. Yeah. So I think it's kind of crazy. He was solo doing an arena like that to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like he's more of a 
I don't want to say a club place. But House of Blues. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So what do you think this spells for the baby? Do you think it's officially over for him as far as mainstream success? I know he'll keep out. He'll keep putting out music. He might have a hit hit here and there. But do you think it's over for the baby as far as mainstream success goes? And do you think it's because of his comments about AIDS and gay people? Um, I think it's over uh, as far as mainstream. And I do not think it's because of that. I think... <laughs> I think, man, look, let's be real, man. What was the last good song he really put that put out? We were, we were before that happened. We were complaining about the, the him rapping over the same damn beats. And remember, he put out that SpongeBob sounding song, and people yeah. laughed that out. I think, to me, I think that was that was the beginning of the end. Because now people, um, he got to that point where people start critiquing way too much. And um, he started getting a little irritating. The the fights ain't all that cool anymore. Him getting into the fights at first, it, at first it was cool. It was like, oh, he a real nigga and all this other shit. Now it's not that cool. People getting tired of it. And then that's when the you know the uh, the gay comments came. And you know I think that was kind of the icing on the cake a little bit. But um, yeah, no, I think I think he. He just got limited <laughs> as far as like um, the type of music he put out. Yeah, no, I agree. And people want to put this on cancel culture. Like people act like there was never one hit wonders before this generation. And everybody who who is out now is because like Takashi Six Nine is out because of the snitching, and uh, the baby is out because of the cancel. Like. These people would not have lasted long, period, man. Let's let's be real. Yeah. A lot, of, and this is music, period, especially rap. So many rappers back in the 90s, before social media and all that shit, they, they had a hit, and then they, they were never to be seen again. Yeah. So many knockoff NWA groups in the early 90s who had, <laughs> like, one song, Above the Law with Black Superman, and then what happened to them? Yeah. So, like... People just one hit wonders are, are always gonna happen. Uh, the baby lasted for a little bit. He had a, he had a run, a good yeah, run I, for it, what he was. I think it was a good. I think it was a great run. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I would. I would take and that he'll run. Always have a fan base. He'll always have success. He'll always make money off of music. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna say the comments didn't hurt him. Of course it hurt him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it closed some doors that he could have moved into outside of music. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know we ain't never gonna see him in no fucking Hollywood movie because yeah. of what he said. So mm-hmm. there's that. Yeah, but as far as music, I mean, if you make hits, Chris Brown has proved it. Yeah, if you make as long as you Shit. make hits, nothing yeah. else really matters. Yeah, man. I think I think R. Kelly proved it too. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. like like look, his music was still good, and they mm-hmm. turned the they turned the other cheek. <laughs> yep. So um. Yeah, so I don't think like look, man, cancel to me. I still ain't really see anybody get canceled, <laughs> like somebody that was up here, like on top of the world, just getting straight up canceled because of a comment. Even if they're you know whatever they're doing, they making good music, they doing all this good stuff, and it's just oh, I I never seen an artist like that. Like like yeah, you could say he got canceled because of the, his comments and 
you know, stuff not to he say. He lost money because of it for sure. He did, but he, he got removed from festival lineups. He couldn't do shows for a minute. So he did lose but, money. But yeah. But but his, where his, where his was his that life didn't end. But see, where was that energy when he got back on the festival? And when he started getting picking the shows back up again, like kind of mm-hmm. close closely after. Then it was like, oh, yep, he back. See, he back. But I, I think at the end of the day, I think it mattered about what you putting out, man. I, th- I think because if he had some hits, like you said, Chris Brown was still making hits. You know, it, it you know it affected him. The, the 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 Rihanna situation affected him a lot. I ain't gonna sugarcoat this a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know he still had good music where he was still you know he was still the top dog a little bit. So you know if, if the Rihanna situation never happened. Maybe he could be, you know, maybe he could be in the same sentence as Michael or something if it was right now. But he, I mean, he's still, he's still somewhat relevant. <laughs> but I I just think the baby, I think it comes down to the music, man. I, like what type of, what did he put out lately that was, that was, that was fire? I just don't think he put out anything that was fire lately. And people not really checking for it. I think people kind of checked out of him. Mm-hmm. And, and moved on as other people out. The, I think, shit, to be honest, hip hop didn't change since he was the last hot. <laughs> like it's you know, hip hop moved so quick. Now there's some younger cats out here now. So I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you said, he had a good run. He's always gonna make money. He's always gonna have a fan base. He 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 can still pack a room. Yeah, I'll say that much. He, he could pack a room. He can't pack an arena. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I would say he had a great run. He he mm-hmm. ended up on some pop songs and stuff like that. His song song was played on pop radio. So I I think that you know knowing the type of rapper he was, I thought that I I think that's a great run. <laughs> but you know, a lot of people, if you look around, a lot of people don't. It's not a lot of Drakes. It's not a lot of Rick Rosses. It's not a lot of J. Coles. You know, so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> Everybody can't last for 20 years. So, you know, he you know, he, he lasted for, what, a good four years, I guess? <laughs> four or five years? And, I mean, and nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> so, I, he good. I wouldn't even call him a one-hit wonder. I feel like he had a couple songs, so... Like, look, salute to him, but I think I think people kind of moved on a little bit. Yeah, no, definitely. Like you said, the game moves quick. There's always gonna be a next hot rapper out, and yeah, he had his time, but it is what it is, man. The game is the game, as they say. <laughs> Sidebar: I'm scrolling the timeline. I just seen a, a there's a player on TCU football team named Jorquarius Spivy. <laughs> G E O R apostrophe Aquarius Spivy. <laughs> I'm the type of dude who likes to make fun of black people names. I feel like there's some sometimes people do that and shit, and it kind of feels racist. Yeah. But George Aquarius is crazy, man. Come on now, dog. What's what's going on with the mind? <laughs> whoever named George Aquarius. Yeah. That's not DeBrickashaw. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, sidebar: the coldest to ever do it. Is the, the greatest name of all time. I don't care. It what is. Says. It is. I Nicole was thinking about that name, name too. I have no problem with that name. <laughs> this is a great name, man. 
he he got at, he got money because of that name alone. He got his own AC advertisement. So, <laughs> I don't make fun of that name. That name is actually dope. So, what what about the kicker that played for Atlanta, Young Hoku? <laughs> uh, I liked it until I realized that his is not pronounced it's not pr- like that. I know, I know, it's, I know. It's, it's like not- Young Way or something like that. Yeah, and that ruined it for me because I-, I like Young Hoku. <laughs> I, I would have been. I would have been. Hey, call me young. Actually, no, I wouldn't say call me young ho. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. It's always that famous tweet that, um, like, what you think about this girl? Oh, or your girl? Oh, my young ho, cool. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. My my old thing. My old thing stressing me out. But my my young <laughs> ho, cool. Player card. My young ho, cool. <laughs> so yeah, but your Aquarius man. I don't know. That shit kind of yeah. wild. Yeah. Anthony Hardaway, yeah, that's a hard name, man. Penny. Speaking yeah. of which, dog, I've been trying for this entire month to get me a pair of Penny Air Max Stone fucking sneakers app. I have not won one draw yet. Damn, bro. I'm getting sick of this shit. Dog. Damn, man. Fuck, fuck the sneaker game, man. I don't know what I was thinking even participating in this horse shit. I I just want some pennies because I liked them when I was a kid. I never got them. I just wanted pennies as a 35-year-old man. Who the fuck is, like, you know these kids buying this shit. Yes. Y'all they don't know anything about no damn pennies. Penny. Y'all wasn't even alive when Penny Hardaway was playing in the NBA. Yeah. Y'all buying pennies? Yeah. Get the fuck out This of nigga here. Penny pay, uh, played in the NBA for like four or five years, man. <laughs> like, this nigga was not, he was done around 96. <laughs> how the fuck y'all know about penny hardaway man how is how is this shit selling out so quick how did i not get a draw i've been trying yeah. they should i think the age verification you should have to prove you're so and so old and if you're this old you can only get these retros okay yeah. no 20 year olds can get the retro ones or the fucking penny hardaway shoes okay yeah it's some bullshit, man. Yeah, damn. The, I really the, wanted them too. Yeah, the, the game, Orlando's look clean. Yeah, the game fucked up now, man. Because like now it's it's funny because I guess Jordan is dropping some old Jordans next year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, like ain't nobody gonna be able to like it's it's gonna be all these fucking weak ass sneaker heads. Yeah. Who uh or either these twenty three year old people wasn't even alive when <laughs> Jordan yeah. played his last game in the NBA. Or these niggas that got sneaker stores that's just buying them up and gonna resell them for double the price. It's like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Come on, man. I'm sick of this shit, man. That's crazy. It's fucking annoying. Fucking yeah, annoying. It need to be some it, look, man. Shout out to the people that's making money, trying to hustle. But it should be some type of fucking law when it comes to sneakers, man. Like you, you should not be able to um, buy sneakers and and double the price like that in a sneaker store. Like they, sh- it should be like I, I miss back in the day because I remember mm-hmm. Jordans used to come out every, not every Tuesday, but they used to come out on Tuesdays. And I remember my sister used to take me out of school to go to the mall to uh, get the new Jays. I used to be so fucking happy about it, and uh, it would only be like three people in line waiting for the um for Foot Locker to open and you'll get the Jays with no problem like that's damn near impossible now man oh yeah and and yeah, that's definitely. and honestly even if that was possible where you can stand in line and get the Jays that's risky as fuck man because mm-hmm. you might fuck around get robbed right yeah. walk into the damn car so it's it's crazy man I I, I hate that 
No, it definitely is, man. And I felt like low key, they should have passed some kind of legislation. I know slippery slopes, they, so they can't really do it. Yeah. But they should have passed some kind of law where you can't buy something with the only intent to resell it at double the price. Because with the chip shortage, we had that going on with everything. You yeah. couldn't get a PS5. You couldn't get a graphics card for your computer. You couldn't get a computer, period. That mm-hmm. was good for gaming and shit. It, but unless you wanted to pay double yeah. from a reseller. And you have pictures of people with like stacks of PS5s, this like all, all like a whole warehouse full of PS5s. And it's like, man, come on, dog. Yeah. Come on, man. With uh, the only intent. And the same thing with sneaking with the uh, shoes, too. Yeah. That kid who had a fucking mom who worked as executive for at Nike. Nike. Yeah. And he had a fucking whole warehouse full of shoes and shit. Like, come yes. on, man. Yeah. That, ass game, that's bullshit. I, just, I I wish we can kind of, uh, you know, this is something else too. I wish we could like stand together and uh, to all these people that's buying the shoe and trying to resell them. We could just not fucking rob buy them. them. And not even rob them, just not even <laughs> buy it. Like, no, don't buy that shit. Unless, yeah. uh, unless you buy it from Foot Locker or some app at the, re- at the retail price. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't get it, don't even fucking buy it, man. Don't pay a penny more. For uh, uh, retail, don't. It's never gonna happen. There's I know. always gonna be a desperate person. There's always gonna be somebody trying to uh, oh. a stepdad trying to impress oh. their uh, stepkid. Yeah, or and the stepmom. Or, and the kid wants or, a PS Five. Yeah, or to be honest, it. it's probably the uh, the niggas with money. Yeah, that too. Like if, if 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 the, yeah. So if if it's, if the Jays are um with two two twenty, and somebody selling them for four. They they just gonna pay the four because they want the fucking Jordans. Mm-hmm. So you know that's not affecting the seller because they getting what they want. That you know that hurt us. But, yeah. But I w- I wish niggas like that would just stand strong, <laughs> stand yeah, their ground. Me too. And just me say too. fuck but that. It will, it will never. That happen. will put. It's always gonna yeah. be people desperate and rich enough. Yeah. To waste money paying double for some bullshit. So. Yeah, whatever. that's the same with the PS fives. I be. I've been hearing people that say, "Oh yeah, I pay uh, six for it or seven for it or eight for it." It's just like, man. Like, if I paid seven hundred for a PS Five, I would be sick because I never play my PS Five number. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie, dog. I ain't <laughs> playing a PS Five in a minute. So if I paid like seven hundred dollars for my PS Five, I would have been sick, man. Yeah, but <laughs> that's fucking wild. Yeah, like. I I just can't do it. Like I'm not paying I'm not paying that much for anything. Like I'm not paying over the price if I could try to get it myself. Like yeah. that's just like I ain't in that tax bracket where I got to double uh overpay for something. So it's just I don't know, it's just crazy. I just I, I hate that people. Like I'm not hating on people money, trying to get money. I am. But that's that's it. stupid, the way man. Get a, getting it is get, a, stupid. get a goddamn job, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is you doing that? I got, I got these bots who just uh, uh, automatically fill out the form, and I get all the shoes and all the PS5 and all the graphics cards. Man, go to hell. Yeah, that's some fucking bullshit, cheating man. the system. Yeah. Tab says the fakes got so good you can hardly tell the difference with the with the J's and the shoes. I agree. I'm gonna start wearing uh fake shoes now. 
I decided my friend got the Chinese hookup. He told he put me on game. I'm gonna start. I'm sick of this shit, man. I don't go. I just like it for myself anyway, man. I'm not fucking. And, and people look as long as it ain't obviously fake. Nobody yeah. can tell. Nobody got a magnifying glass trying to look at the jump, man, making yeah. sure it's perpendicular perfectly. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm wearing fake shoes now. I don't give a yeah. fuck. It, it don't even matter, man. Like who who are you trying to impress? Like it don't even matter. It don't. It don't even matter at this point, man. I saw you last week and you had some Jays on. Oh yeah. The and the 12, first thing yeah. I, the first thing I said, damn, you got the Jays on. <laughs> I wasn't sitting there trying to inspect the damn shoe. Yeah, or, yeah, I mean, they, they could have been fake, man. Yeah. So, nah, like, like I said, they doing a real good job with that shit too. Yeah. So as long as it's not like the 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 Jordan is falling off or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like man, I, the, ju- the jump man ain't got no booty on. I seen that before. Yeah, <laughs> the jump man got a crack in his ass or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's but, too funny. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, that's sh- I don't even think that shit matter at this point, man. I think. Nah, I don't. I think. I think. Um, I think it is killing the little sneaker heads because they, you know, they got the boxes and all this other shit, and it's like, don't nobody give a fuck about that now. Like, nah, uh, niggas just want shit to wear. <laughs> hey, Tab says he got fake shocks on right now. Hey, I ain't hating on it, man. I'm not either. Do your thing. Do your <laughs> thing, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's going to be me soon, too, with these fucking pennies that I never could get. <laughs> yeah. Try to, um, try to find some uh, fake pennies. Yeah, no, nah, I might have to, man. I might have to. Now that I say on the podcast, I can't because now everybody now, don't Nick, know they now when you fake. got the when you got the pennies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the fake pennies on. Hey, <laughs> like you know you ain't get them exactly damn pennies. Man. You just talked about how you couldn't get them. <laughs> I exposed myself, Dan. I fucked up. <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna wrap it up now. We've been going for a minute, but we gotta wrap up with the uh Megan Thee Stallion appearing on the uh uh, Disney Plus show <laughs> She-Hulk. Um, number one, I know, I know you and your wife are into MCU kind of. Have you actually been watching She-Hulk, Figgy? Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I was looking forward to watching it until I started seeing the reviews yeah. and people complaining about <laughs> Meg being on there. Or I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. She, she actually thought it was a movie. And I'm like, no, I think it's a series. <laughs> So we like, all right, we just go, we probably Megan don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about the new Rockets coach? <laughs> who? who? How you feel about Mike? No, she, how you feel about Mike, <laughs> Mike Dan Dantone? Tony, that's who? right. She's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, oh, Le- Stephen A lost his shit. <laughs> why was Megan a stagging on first take, man? That what was, the fuck that was, was that? rough, the, man. Oh, man. That was rough. <laughs> Rock Nation just put her on anything. Yeah. But, yeah, so she's on She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> now, if you haven't had the, the scenes online, it, it looks like one of them after credits type scenes. Yeah. But they boosted this up like Megan Thee Stallion officially joined the MCU. I thought was she was a bunch duh, of, I thought she was playing She-Hulk. <laughs> the way I, they bu- <laughs> I thought she was going to be like a, a character with several lines in an episode. Mm-hmm. But this scene happened at like the very ass end of an episode. <laughs> it looks like they like the show was over yeah. and then they said hey rock nation wants megan Thee Stallion and she hulk and they said okay <laughs> let's get everybody get her real quick let's get the main girl pay her a little extra do this five minute scene and add it to episode three <laughs> it only seemed like it came from the show yeah but uh so the the scene is 
Megan Stallion, a goofy ass scene where she's going into She-Hulk, who I guess is a lawyer. And like there's a scene where they just start twerking and She-Hulk is twerking and Megan Stallion is twerking. And that's basically it. It's like two minutes long, if that. So, yeah. Um, what do you, is this a good look for Megan Stallion in Houston? Do you care, Figgy? Was it did it move you in any certain type of way? Nah, it didn't even turn me on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the green, the green yeah. lady in the lawyer suit twerking didn't. Yeah, my shit, my me. shit still stays soft, man. <laughs> it wasn't even those like it wasn't even like Meg on Instagram twerking or nothing. Where yeah. you like, oh shit, yeah. okay, let me stay for a little bit. Man, that shit turned me all the way off. I'm like, nah, I don't like what is they doing? And you know, MCU they got like a hardcore fan base. Mm-hmm. Where um, you know, it's not like me and you and you know, just the hip hop community um fucking with Marvel and nothing like that. It you had some real like top notch nerds, people that probably don't even fuck with rap music that's into this shit. So what I wonder I wanna know what do they think about this shit. They probably like, what the fuck is this this fucking is this uh uh Hip hop at the Apollo or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on here? But um, yeah, I'm. A, I think I'm gonna still watch it. I, honest, to be honest, man, I really wasn't even um like into the whole She Hulk thing. Like, I was. Yeah. Un, I was wondering why they made that. <laughs> but I guess they got to put out something. But I, I'll probably check it out if I'm bored. But I wasn't like into the whole She Hulk thing. I was wondering why they even made that. It, it looks super cheesy, man. It, it looked like one of them, you know, the type of show it's gonna be. Like men, men ain't shit. Uh, oh, there's one the empowered woman girl boss gonna yeah. take on the world. You think it's gonna be it's a like, Black Lives Matter moment in there? Damn near. Like <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna. I just thought it was gonna be ultra feminist. And I don't. I don't look. I'm not the type of guy who gets mad at shit like that. I think everything has its audience. I just don't watch what I don't want to watch. Yeah. Okay. If a movie has some shit that don't look like it's for me, I just don't watch it. Mm. I don't complain about it online. So that's how I feel. My only problem with this Megan Stallion shit is the way they boosted it up. Yeah. From the like, this should have been something that wasn't even announced. Yeah. It should have been like a, just a surprise that happened, and they could talk about it afterwards. But they built it up. Megan Stallion has officially joined the MCU. Yeah. Like, what she gonna be like a super? She gonna be Storm? Yeah. What does that mean? She's <laughs> officially joined the MCU. Yeah. That implies she's gonna be like in the universe and in yes. a bunch of movies and TV shows. It was like a two-minute after credits goofy ass scene where she twerked for like a second. Yeah. It's like, what was the point of all that promo and shit y'all did? Rock yeah. Nation, I know they behind this. Of course, of course. They, they doing a little too much with this, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, they trying to man, they kid. trying to boost that album up and themselves so bad. <laughs> They yeah. doing everything they can. But um yeah, man, like to me, like shit, I don't even think they announced when TI was in Ant Man. I think he just not like this. I think yeah. <laughs> like I I went to go see Ant Man back in the day and um I didn't even know he was in it. And he just yep. popped up and I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I didn't know he was in this. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, I think they should have did it with this. I just don't, yeah. They, like I said, I thought she was playing She Hawk for a minute. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, she was. I was gonna be, I, I was gonna be disgusted. 
come on, man. You know, she can't gonna, act. She wasn't going to be no uh, damn She-Hulk. <laughs> man, I was about to... I'm I, Shit, I probably would have turned away from Marvel if they did that. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, y'all really going this route now? <laughs> like, next thing you know, we're going to have Quavo <laughs> in the oh, fucking MCU. Quavo and Narcos. Oh, God. Oh, whip it, God. Whip it like stir like fry. Stir fry. Oh, God. <laughs> And then Offset was in a uh, Law and Order SVU. I remember that shit. Oh, what? Uh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> Hold up, I gotta look up this clip, man. We got. I, I don't think we. Let's end of the podcast. We get pulled, so be it. In uh, Law and Order, is it on Twitter? I think it's on uh, YouTube. I'm gonna look it up. Um, I might not be able to find it. I thought it was Law and Order. Oh, see, it might be CSI. Let me see. Was it CSI? That might, I think that might have been it. Yeah, it was CSI. <laughs> um, okay, okay. We we got to play. I got to find a timestamp where he comes in. <laughs> Hold up. Okay, I found it. Okay, I'll put the link. Okay, yeah, we got to watch this, man. We got to react. Okay, <laughs> if, the, if stream gets pulled, so be it. But, uh, I'm gonna put it in this uh rundown at the top at the bottom of the topics, Vicky. Right. Offset was in uh NCIS Los Angeles. <laughs> and now we gotta make this two weeks and make sure of offset on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, want, you want me to play it from the beginning? Yeah, play it from the beginning. All right, hold on, let me share this shit. <laughs> this is crazy, man. No. <laughs> uh, Offset and and this was like a big role. It wasn't like Quavo and Narcos. I think this he was like in the in the most of the episode, damn, or at least a decent part of it. All right, all right here we go. Reconsider. <laughs> oh, you know what? I do remember this. Look at LL Cool J. His lack of facial hair bothers me. Yes. Nigga look like a bowling ball with teeth. I know he's trying to look younger, but he looks ridiculous. I remember when this dude was Robin from Batman. He's all old and fat now. Yeah. Oh, is that him? There he goes. There he goes. He did his own stunts in his two opinion. They did a whole behind the scenes about it. Look at Offset. What's his? Oh, look at him doing his own stunts. Jackie Chan. Where is he? Oh, God. Chris O'Donnell, what, what happened, man? Y'all too old to be running after a 20-something-year-old <laughs> offset. <laughs> they find him. They're, 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 they're going down the streets of, uh, I don't know if they're in, like, some Arab country or this is just a Arab yeah. market in a regular city. Yeah. I don't know where they are. Drunk said LL Cool J looking like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> like Donatello, yeah. Uh-oh, they cornered him. Oh, that's offset. Is that offset? Yes, yeah, offset. Oh, I thought you said Quavo. Did I say Quavo? I, yeah. I meant offset. <laughs> My bad. Did I say I meant offset? Was in How the hell is that? My problem. Yeah. You're American. All right. I'm gonna get up now. 
the hell is going on here, Sabatino? Why didn't you tell us this guy was CIA? We like to keep that. Oh, he's CIA. That's right. These guys are your friends? I wouldn't go that far. Look, one of our agents was captured in a joint task force raid three days ago. So what? Minimum smugglers deal with human trafficking. The people will have a posted video. The most believable CIA agent I've ever seen on TV. Why not? I can't help you. How said yelled, Mama wasn't jumping over the fence. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> I spent two years building my cover here. I help you. We save one person if we're lucky. My cover allows me to save hundreds of lives every month. Like the, he got a little, trying not to laugh. He got a little accent, too. He don't sound like he's from Atlanta. Listen, let me show you the hostage video. Just point us in the right direction. Talk to the local authorities. Oh, come on. That's not an option. Something happens to Somebody need to post that little clip on social media. Talk to the local authority. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's Offset, man. Yeah. Offset broke apart from the Migos because he wanted to dance and be in uh, TV shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot why we even played that clip. What was the context of me bringing that up? Oh, I, I guess forgot. But I that guess was funny, man. Uh, Megan the Stallion acting. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> wearing a button up under the air. Yeah, he had a whole suit on <laughs> underneath, he, <laughs> and he still jumped over that gate like that. Yeah, I can't yeah, get. Well, I can't get over fucking LL Cool J looking like a bowling ball with teeth. I can't get over <laughs> anything, man. Him being the CIA agent. Like, yeah, <laughs> nigga still nigga, nigga in L.A. or nigga uh we play uh, NCIS L.A. I think yeah. with a strong ass New York accent. <laughs> what a what a believable cover that was too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because he had a turban over his head. Yeah, he definitely uh undercover. You could tell. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, w- this new legion of rapper actors is underwhelming at best man look yeah. back in the day we had tupac we had ice t who's still acting yeah. we had ll cool j who's still acting we had so many rappers snoop did some roles too he was he was great in training day Shit. will like, smith <laughs> will smith of course the most famous example so many rappers were great at acting what happened they're all terrible now yeah, he was I, the last see, good see, rapper I, actor. I don't count Donald Glover, by the way. Don't put him in. There nah, nah, man. He was a comedian actor before he was. A yeah, rapper. I felt yeah, like really. I, I I felt like he was more of a comedian yeah, actor. Over, I think he just started messing around. Yeah. I would not count him as a rapper that turned actor. But, what happened to the Ti? I guess is the last example of a decent one, but even he. Yeah, he was an ant man. That's about it, man. Yeah, I think to to be honest, I think a lot. Of, I think the people we named actually took the shit serious. They actually, you know, took some classes. They got the you know proper training they need to, you know, move forward. Especially Will Smith. Like Will Smith, he actually, I think he actually took the shit serious a little bit. I know he did the Fresh Prince where he had no experience. Mm-hmm. But I think he eventually tried to, you know, take the shit way more serious and, you know, you know, got all of the resources to make him the better actor. But, um, yeah, I think the same thing with the, you know, LL Cool J, the Ice T's and people like that. I don't think they just said, hmm, let me try this acting shit out and just, you know, I think they actually put their heart into it. 
Yeah. And you can you can see it in New Jack City with Ice T. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm, I'm sure he probably cringed at the at the way he was acting then because it was early on. But like, at least the motherfucker tried. <laughs> it was he wasn't like in rapper mode. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, like, Ice T looked better in New Jack City than um, Offset in this. <laughs> and Ice T was an undercover. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, he technically was undercover in New Jack City. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened, man. Yeah. Like it should be easier for these act for these rappers to transition to acting, but they all suck. Yeah. Migos suck. Quavo sucked in uh, Narcos. Offset sucked in NCIS. <laughs> Megan is just doing herself, and <laughs> she literally plays Megan Thee Stallion and She Hulk. What yeah. happened, man? Yeah, we need somebody to cross over again. I, th- I think a lot of these people. I think a lot of these uh, rappers still want to rap, and it, that's that's where their focus is. And yeah, I think it's more about um, these labels and people trying to just get them out there. So it's not just going up to a radio station and doing an interview. They trying to get them on ESPN. They try to get them yeah. in a, a, a play a role in a show. And, and it's not because they want to act. <laughs> it's just like trying to get them everywhere. So they gonna put a little baby in something next. I already know. Yeah, if he ain't if fucking, he ain't uh, in something now, <laughs> they yeah. gonna put him on power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Tab says Fifty Cent wasn't bad, and get Richard died trying. Yeah, Fifty Cent actually tried. Um, he, yeah. he he didn't act for too long, but he, there was a weird role he did. Remember that role he did where he like lost a shitload of weight. Yeah, I, I remember think he that. Have AIDS or something, some crazy like that. Yeah. But what movie was that for? I never even saw the movie. I didn't I, know. If it I came actually, out. I actually seen the movie. It wasn't that was big of a movie. Not really. Not to me. No, okay. That movie didn't really. I don't think that movie took off. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was it wasn't that good. But that was um, crazy. He thought he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was kind of shocking. Was yeah, that was real yeah. shocking. But um. Yeah, it's true. Even Fifty Cent, like, even look, man, I give him credit for what he been doing in the in the show Power. Yeah, like you could tell, like you could tell he's just not trying. He's he not just doing it for a check. Mm-hmm. You could tell his heart is into it more than the music at this point. Yeah. So um, I respect that, but I just don't think somebody like Meg, who is kind of new in the game, you know, just want to you know put her heart into acting. I think that's strictly a PR thing. To- but she actually said in an interview recently she wants to be acting and directing and doing all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> look, I look I, she probably do, but I just don't think it's right now. Yeah. Like, it's way too early, man. I think it's way too early right now. Because you ain't really hear that from 50 Cent early on. Like it was, he was just tearing up the charge. He was selling records and all that shit, and then he eventually started doing the clothes. He started, he did the record. Late. He's, he eventually got video there. games. Yeah, yeah, he eventually got there. But I just don't believe it. Like, of course, you know, of course, we all want to do shit. Shit, I want to direct and make a movie in that <laughs> at some point. You know what I mean? But. I just think, man. I think, I think this was a PR. I think this was a strictly PR thing, Rock Nation thing. Yeah, and, and you know, they, they look, they doing whatever they can to try to get her, <laughs> her music to sell. They, tr- they trying to do. They giving her the full package 
<laughs> they say we we fought for you for so long. Mm-hmm. We trying to we we need to see you do some Beyonce numbers at this point. Yeah, maybe, man. I mean, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, Beyonce was in. Uh, she did a little acting too. She was in uh, Goldfinger. Oh yeah. She was in Austin Powers Goldfinger. She was in uh, that Eddie Murphy movie too. So Cadillac Records. Yeah. Yeah, so was that the same movie? Uh, she was in another movie, too, with Jennifer Addison and, or Jennifer Hudson. Was that? Was oh, I that, forgot. Yeah, because she, she got, I think she got snubbed for Oscar or something or something like oh, that. She, been in a few, she was in a movie called Obsessed with Idris Elba. I, I remember that. <laughs> that I was, didn't know that. That was kind of a uh, knockoff enough. <laughs> Oh God! Yep, that was a similar <laughs> movie like that. Yeah, uh, she was in Dream Girls. That, that's the movie. That's the movie. That, yeah, that's the movie. That was probably her biggest movie that caught yeah, a lot of attention. F- I didn't know she was in these awful. Ass- she was in the movie Temptation, called Fighting the Temptations. Fighting Temptations yes. with Cuba Gooding Jr. in two thousand three. Yes. How old was she in two thousand three? No, like nineteen. That, that was, to be honest, that was probably her first movie. I think that was. It had to. Be. I think that was her first movie because she was, um, yeah, because that movie kind of had that was that was like a hood Hallmark movie to be honest. Mm. Like, like I could tell you the storyline right now, just uh, pretty much a church about the somebody about to lose the church, and they got to come up with the money, and you got this choir, and she know how to sing, and that was pretty. I think that was pretty much the storyline a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was one of those movies. Oh, there was supposed to be a sequel. Apparently, they signed Ooh. on for one, Ooh. but the movie grossed only thirty-two million worldwide and didn't turn a profit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> Might have to do a review of that movie one day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to watch that bullshit. <laughs> Remember Carmen, a hip hopper. What I a remember weird that. Fuck, oh God, that was what a movie. A yeah, era. Fat Joe was in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. I think you had Fat Joe. You had um, I want to say um, shit. Who else was in that damn movie? I think most Depp was Mo- in it too. Yeah, wasn't most. He? Yeah. <laughs> and that was when they were supposedly dating. I think that PR ass relationship with most Depp and Beyonce. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was weird. So yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that movie. Weird that era. shit was awful, man. I, yeah. and, and look, this 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 how I knew I wasn't really into musicals because that was a hip hop musical pretty much, mm-hmm. and I was just like, nah, what the fuck is this? You be into the story, and that's why I hate about musicals. You be into the story, and then they start fucking singing. I, I, I like, hate what musicals, the fuck, man. Yeah, I hate. I've always hated them. I Me hate too. The Disney movie, even when I was a kid, I hated in Disney movies when they fucking started singing. Yeah. I always hated that, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm watching Aladdin and it's lit and then niggas just start singing. Like, get back to the fucking story, man. <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> it, it, it got on my nerves, man. Yeah, I hate musicals. I, I hate musical interludes. I don't like any of that shit. Me too. And and this one, Carmen, uh, Carm, that was that was worse because they'd be on the subway about to fight and some shit. And then niggas just start rapping. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? That's worse than the fucking singing, man. Yes. <laughs> like, at least if, if it's a cartoon or animated series, you could kind of, you know, you you, you kind of expect it. But this shit was, like, gritty, and and all of a sudden, niggas start getting ready to fight, and niggas start rapping and shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Weird era. 
yeah. weird era. They, they tried it, but that wasn't it. <laughs> no, that shit was ass, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Tab says the new Lord of the Rings show on Amazon is really good. Rocket, you like that shit? Why? Because I'm a nerd. Huh? <laughs> so you assume you, I would you like, like that shit. You like I'm, Game I of Thrones. Interest. Look, <laughs> here's the thing, man. Yeah, I'm a nerd, but I don't like that fantasy shit, really. Like, not at all. I only watched Game of Thrones because I was producing the Paul Gallant show, and Paul Gallant was a huge fan, and his previous producer, they used to talk about it all the time when there was a new episode, and I didn't want to leave him hanging because I know he wanted to react to every episode when it came out. So I was like, let me just watch this show to help him out and talk about the episodes. And I got into it. I liked it. I've seen Lord of the Rings and movies. I liked them, but it's just not my type of shit, man. Like yeah. I like I like sci-fi. I like stuff about the future. I don't like this fucking old dragon shit. I didn't even watch <laughs> the new Game of Thrones shit yet. I don't even want to really. My mom's trying to get me to watch it. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't like the fantasy shit. I don't like the dragon shit. I don't like the fucking magic sorcery, old timey sword fighting bullshit. I don't <laughs> like any of that, man. <laughs> I take me to the fucking future with fucking cool technology and shit. Now I, I fuck with it. I like Blade Runner, all that stuff. I don't like the fantasy shit, man. I don't. I don't. I just don't like it. Are you I'm not nice entertained? Are you not <laughs> entertained? <laughs> no, Bra- Gladiator was dope. Braveheart was dope. Certain movies like that are dope. Did you like Lord of the Rings, the movie? I- I thought it was okay. I I watched all of them. I didn't watch the the Hobbit ones. I I watched the first Hobbit. I didn't watch the other two, but I thought they were just okay, man. Like I didn't buy the DVDs or the Blu-rays. I watched it once and never again. Yeah. Uh, so it was the, cool, but it was the, just the, the, ain't do the, the one movie I liked that that was similar in this um I guess category. I don't even know what you call this, but uh, I guess the medieval times or some shit. But yeah. the, uh, I like the uh, I like the movie Three Hundred. Oh, Three Hundred was dope. I, I like three. Dope. I like Three Hundred. I thought that was dope. Outside yeah. of that, I was never into it. I, that's one of the reasons I can't get into Game of Thrones. It's just it's just too old. The accents and I don't know. I just you know everybody keeps saying keep watching it, keep watching it. You I, got the the first season of Game of Thrones is kind of tough. Yeah, like it, it picks up, but the first season is tough, man. I'll say that much. And that's a lot of like it's an hour long episodes too, so it's gonna take a minute to get through it. Yeah. But after I, that, it really does pick I, up. But the I first step, the first season's kind of slow, man. Yeah. The the one thing I've been watching though lately, um, I've been picking up on the Sopranos. Oh, okay. So I've been. I need, to, I need to eventually get around to watching that, man. It, I need to watch. That have you eventually. seen it at all or no? I've seen bits and pieces, but I haven't seen the actual like the just sat down and watched the entire show. Right. Okay. No. Yeah. So um, I need to. Yeah, I'm on season two now. So um, everybody like, oh, it's, is it going to pick up there? Is it going? <laughs> so I, I wasn't getting this energy with the wire, but with I the know, Sopranos, right? everybody like, oh yeah, yeah, welcome to the club, man, and all this other shit. But uh, it's cool so far. Like I, I'm enjoying it. It's it's what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I think check it. I, I like mafia stuff. I like Godfather yeah. and all that. And so I ain't gonna lie. I think. Um, going back and watching these type of shows, especially like The Wire and The Sopranos, it take me a minute to get into it because I'm so used to shit like Power, shit like Narcos, where it's just action out of nowhere, just 
blowing heads off and, you know, shooting over the cars and just some wild shit that that don't even seem real. But, you know, looking at the Sopranos, looking at the wire, that shit was it's more realistic. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like niggas out here in the in the uh in the skyline <laughs> apartment or some shit. Just some shit that you never see and then they just go and kill a uh prison guard and get the guy out of jail. It it ain't no shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that um that kind of made me appreciate those type of shows a little more, especially The Wire. The Wire to me, The Wire kind of hit home with me because it's like, damn, it's some niggas out here that, you know, they out here getting it. They getting money, but they not rich. They not rich drug lords. Mm-hmm. And you know, when they go to jail, they that's it. <laughs> like the dude, the dude that went to jail in the first season, he went to jail and that was it. <laughs> Like he popped up in a couple other seasons, you know, talking to his son, but that was it. It wasn't no breaking out of jail and all this other uh, crazy shit. So that kind of yeah. made me appreciate it a little more. Yeah, and Breaking Bad's kind of like that too, man. Like it starts off like more grounded. It gets crazy later on. Like all kinds of crazy shit happens, but it starts off as just you know this dude who has cancer and wants to pay for his shit, but doesn't want to ask his friends. So he cooks up meth with some kid and some shit goes left but it's yeah uh, like the slow paced tv is kind of gone now man i feel like any tv show that comes out it's got to hit the ground running with some crazy shit it feels like yeah you got to be you got to be making a billion you got to be a billion dollar drug lord exactly you know get it started and you know you got to start off by shooting somebody in the head in broad daylight (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be already turned up to a hundred when yeah. you start the show. It seemed like so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. And Tab says, "I I could have sworn I heard you said you liked it." Nah, I, I don't fuck with with Lord of the Rings like that. Like I like it. Okay, I'll probably check the new show since I have Prime anyway. But I'm not a huge fan of that genre in general. So yeah. yeah. Um. All right. I think it's time to wrap this up, man. We've been going for a while. We've been going for a, a hot minute here. So, let me find my uh, appreciate y'all on the stream. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Everybody who chimed in today. Of course, Tab coming through drunk. A spoon came through. What's up, Brad Wright? (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. When when you said, uh, I I thought you were saying Tab was drunk coming through. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You said Tab coming through drunk. (laughs) Yeah, Tab came through drunk, came through, of course. uh, Tro- oh yeah, we had a, a Facebook comment from Troy. I can't pronounce the last name, so I'm not gonna try. But appreciate you coming through too. Everybody who stopped by on Facebook, Twitter. I think we're on Twitter. Like we'll comments. Oh, we on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Uh, yeah, we on so, Twitter. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Remember to join us every Friday evening. We stream live. You see, Figgy got the dope setup in yeah, the background. In the Gems and Juice Podcast Studio. <laughs> we got the kinks ironed out, man. Now we legit. And we, 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 I told you bigger and better things for the podcast, man. So mm-hmm. look forward to it. And, and yeah, shit, shit's turning up. So appreciate y'all joining us and coming through and chopping it up with us. We'll mm-hmm. see you again next week. Peace yeah. out, streamers. Now we got to say goodbye to our lovely podcast listeners you know yeah i know y'all y'all probably got things to do on a friday it's cool just, just check us out of your convenience 
I know it's a long podcast, but we appreciate you rocking with us to the end. We love y'all for that. Uh, make sure, of course, that you check out Figgy on In the Loop, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610, curating the vibes, doing a damn thing, doing what he does best. Football season is finally upon us. We are back in the thick of it, and you know you got to get your updates, so make sure you check in with them. And, uh, uh, of course, make sure you check out Figgy on the tailgate, man. Yeah. Go to a home game, NRG Stadium. You're going to be doing a tailgate report, so make sure you say what's up to Figgy. Yeah. You're trying to get Figgy a date. Man, Figgy, Figgy known, dog. We got billionaires shouting out Figgy. I know. All, all kinds of people around the city shouting out. Oh yeah, shout, shout out to my man Pat Fatita, man. Yeah. So I, I I actually hit him up on Instagram like, yo, what's up, man? It's Fig, blah 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 blah. Appreciate you. And he hit me back. He said, hey, hey. yeah. Matter of fact, let me. I'm gonna have to stop the music real quick. <laughs> Tell y'all what he said. But um, super cool, man. It, it's it, it's it's good to see when people recognize what you do. Especially people I never met before, but um, I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said, um, I said, yo, it's Fig. Appreciate the love, my man. He said, of course, I get at least 25, 30 minutes of it every day. <laughs> Been listening to the station my whole life. Keep it going. Oh, damn. There you go. There you yeah. go. See, everybody yeah, loves you doing, man. Yeah. So we need a we need we need we need a figgy day. We're working on it, man. We gotta talk to Sylvester Turner. We gotta <laughs> talk while we got a black mayor still. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> get Figgy a day, man. Yeah. <laughs> so we got we gotta talk to him about that. I know he giving them days out like candy. <laughs> Dog. I mean, we we gave people to we gave days to people with records. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with some rap sheets. If they can get it, look, Figgy got a clean rap sheet, man. He's done a lot for the station, for the city, that moved here, that uprooted his whole life, and, and it's, it's just great as what he does, man. I think you, I think you deserve a day, Figgy. We're going we gonna to work on it. Yeah, work man. I, yeah, I just got to do some more work. I, I got to get out here more and do some more work, man. Yeah, yeah we're going to get there, man. We gonna get I got to save some lives. <laughs> hey man hey relief game might get canceled dog you might be the next in line man get you a big ass pickup truck i know about people in this next hurricane case you might be there man we'll see yeah <laughs> but yeah we appreciate y'all kicking it with us uh, make sure to tune in next week for all things hip-hop sports entertainment etc etc and until next time Peace.